Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money-saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning, Liv. Good morning. Liv joins us on this Thursday morning. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> and she pointed out that Moon is dressed like Ash from Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, like to the T. To the T. Accidental <laughs> cosplay. Accidental. <laughs> Man. Why'd you put accidental quotes? Man, can you, I mean, it, even the hat, like, so, okay, so I've, I've worn this vest once, well, a few times, but the last time was many years ago when the last time somebody said, hey, you look like Ash from Pokemon. I was like, oh, yeah, pretty close. Well, it's a blue vest that's the uh, the red and white hat. The red hat with the white panel, like trucker style, you know? Yeah. And even the gray part on the shoulders, I think Ash has that. Can you believe this? <laughs> you showed me a picture, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I do." And down, it's to, uncanny. Down to the hat. The only thing I'm missing is like if I had like a Chucks on or something, I'd look a little closer. This is accidental cosplay. Yeah, you know when you walked in, I go, "You do look familiar." <laughs> and I couldn't put my finger on it, and Liv immediately goes, "Hey, Ash." You thought it was huh? back to Back to the Future. Yeah, I thought he looked like Sea Bass. Dude, but. this was like destiny. This is destiny because uh, this hat just had to be happened to be hanging up in this one spot, and I was like, oh, "I'll just wear that tomorrow." And this vest I set aside for somebody to borrow. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't worn that in a while. Was well, it because I had asked you about the vest? Yes. I just I didn't know if you wanted to go into that. Oh, so, I don't care. Yeah, you asked me, hey, has anybody got a vest? And I was like, oh, yeah, I do, Marty McFly style. I got I got one. It's not red. It's blue. So I set it aside for you. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, and I was like, oh, you know, I haven't worn it in a long time. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And I you just so happen to put on that hat. <laughs> I know, dude. To go with it. Of all things. No, I'm going to, a, to an 80s themed trivia night on uh, Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, man. And apparently I'm the costume provider. Yeah, between the well, cowboy hat. Between the cowboy hat and, and the boots right. uh, last week. Uh, yeah, Saturday is an 80s themed trivia night. And... Uh, I'm trying. I was trying to think of what I could. You know, mm. What What do I want to do? I was like, Oh man, if somebody's got a red vest, I could go Marty McFly. That's an easy one. So I said, Hey fellas, does anybody have a red vest? Nobody's got a red vest. Yeah, I just had mine are all leather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have leather. If, I, vest. if it was a village people, themed, yeah, yeah, you would have a full outfit. If it was a village people themed. Trivia night, yes, I would use the 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 leather vest, yes, but no, this is 80s theme, so no, but but Moon will provide me with a jean jacket. Oh, not just a jean jacket, a custom jean jacket Ooh. that is painted full, full Van Halen. Ooh. Yeah, that'll so, work. I mean, it is quintessential 80s. Yeah, oh, that'll work. So I'll go denim jeans, denim jacket. Yeah, denim, denim, denim. And then <laughs> what what kind of under under that, ooh, uh, okay. white t-shirt. You want this is That's you said eighties? Yeah, it's eighties. Nah, man, you need a band t-shirt of some sort. I know you're gonna mix bands, but you know, it'd be like you just be a walking tour, like a white snake shirt or something. I don't have a white snake shirt. I probably do. <laughs> do you? Do you? I probably have something that's <laughs> akin. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find. I'll find you. Or like t-shirt. Iron Maiden. Oh no, I got a, I got a, a, a retro original MTV shirt. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that, yeah, that'll yeah. Work. It is pink and extra large. Which yeah, is that'll perfect. Work. That'll work. Okay, okay. Why is that perfect? Because it's extra. Because I'm an extra large style. person. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. I'm I a got, large, I got you ready. just so you know. I'm an L, not an XL. <laughs> Borderline XL. <laughs> Couple, got, two, three more pounds and more all right, XL. All right. And I, got I some, can still squeeze into I an L. I got some neon uh, dunks, some Nike dunks that are kind of neon. I know. I got the shoes ready. Oh, okay. Are they better than neon dunks? Probably. I don't know not. what those are. The high tops, like the a Nike Dunk, like the classics, like a Jordan without. No, like I have Jordan a one white the... shell toe Adidas. Ooh, those were the best. Wow. I have like white, like really white, like really white, white, white shell toe Adidas. Okay, so this is a this is a Dunk. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like it's like this, but it's it's got it's neon colors. It's eighties colors. Yeah, I don't want to go two weekends in a row with sharing shoes with you, <laughs> brother. I'm, I'm. What, what do you mean? I'm like <laughs> your soul brothers I'm now. So we are S O L E. I'm so yeah. intense about my feet and my shoes. We are S O L E brothers. You thinking about soul like, brothers? You thinking about stinking? No, I'm. I'm only kidding. Yeah. Okay. I'm only. Kidding. <laughs> you, take, you take those fighting words. Listen, back. now I got a guy. If I if I have to go to a themed event, yeah, he's the guy. The guy. I, I need a rental shop. I need to open up a rental shop. I thought I was just going to a trivia night, and then I was informed it's '80s themed, and I went, "Ah, sweet! Another dress-up event. <laughs> Perfect. That's good news. Another themed dress-up event. Yeah, you can borrow my underoos if you want. No, after, <laughs> they, are, after, they are from the '80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still got them. originals. After, uh-huh. after Sunday's uh, country roads themed event, mm. which I nailed. You did. Nailed I saw it. pictures. Nailed it. So I was at uh, Enterprise Center on Sunday. You were at the Bush Show. Yes. The Point's uh, 30th birthday show. Good times. Which I think of, honestly, and honestly saying this, if I hadn't been at the 
Enterprise that night probably would have would have gone to go see Bush. Uh, to see Bush in that venue where it's so much more intimate? Because I am a amazing. fan. Amazing. I am I am a fan of that band. They're great. And they, and they, they played all the hits, I'm sure. Uh, every single one. I think Bush gets some credit, but not maybe the credit they deserve. They deserve a lot more credit. Uh, yeah. yeah. As, as far as, like, you know, we talk about quintessential 80s bands and blah, blah, blah. This That's like, that has to be in the top three conversation. Bush has to be always top three when you're talking about, hey, 90s alternative. 90s alternative, we always talk about their Nirvanas, the Green Days, the blah, blah, blah. You know, you can pass them around. Yeah, Soundgarden, uh, Allison Chains, you know, Pearl Jam. Yeah. But why is Bush not an automatic in that conversation? That kind of the first album in the 90s where, what was it, like five or six singles were on one album? Dude, they had yeah. six yeah, well, singles I, on I 16 think they Stone. Did. It was a matter of timing. Well, their timing was perfect. But they also stone. brought in something finally fresh they, because it was a 90s grungy sort of long-haired sex. Dirt, Pretty boy. Whatever. But it was also that peace and love kind of stuff mm. that we were missing a little bit in the 80s. And Do you 90s. remember the shirt where it looked like mash, but it had the little weed? I think the dude may have been too good looking. And I wonder if too part of it is that they're still very much active in putting out new albums. Because Nirvana, you look back and it's like that that defined an era. Bush is still present and alive and well. Would, would Bush be considered alternative for the ladies? You know what? I can see that. I can see that turning off some some fellers. Like, there's too many chicks here because. Whereas, like, you know, the dudes are into Soundgarden and Alice yeah. in Chains. You know, it's grungy. Well, it's about drugs and being also, sad. I also think that Razorblade Suitcase. Uh, record, oh no, it's a great record. Well, okay. See, I didn't know that for a long, long time because I was so 16 Stone. And then when when Razorblade came out, it was like the wrong time. I remember walking through Home Depot and hearing the uh, whatever that single was. And everything's in. No, 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 no. The, 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 yeah, what was the, oh, the second record? Yeah, and, and I was like, no, what happened? And yeah, 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 it's yeah. not that I knew anything of what I was talking about. I was just like, this ain't what I wanted. <laughs> I get that. It was just, uh, I, and I don't think I was alone. I think a lot of people were, were like let down, even though we didn't deserve to be let down. Man, 16 yeah. Stone came out in 94. I think it may have just been lost in the shuffle. Dang. Mm. That record was not lost in the shuffle, dude. Six singles that, that were like yeah. number one oh, no. in every market. Yeah, radio played them. Radio played the crap out of them. I think I it know. was yeah, appealing that... to a different group of the rock segment. And there I... was a lot of that crossover to the softer side. Yeah, and I was probably, th I guess I'd have been 13 at the time or something. And they came through town and that was like the show to go to. So I mm -hmm. went to that. Because it was Toadies and Hum as well. Oh, wow. Man, that's a it lineup. was epic. <laughs> and Toadies, that's the night I fell in love with them. Because they destroyed it, and they made everyone look silly. How good yeah, they were. They're still, they're still doing the thing, yeah. Bush. It may not have been the, you know, like the dude's record like you're, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, uh, you know, Kurt Cobain was, you know, the, the, the guy, you know, teenagers related to. Angst. Angst. Well, did you see that uh, the train wreck docu series uh, for Woodstock '99? Yeah, and how like, you know, it was going crazy, and then Bush comes out, and it like brings things Calms, out. Yeah, yeah, which was absolutely that's that's a lot of power to Gavin be able to Rosdale bring things the back monster. down. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. After corn, they thread the needle of anger. Not that there wasn't like some angst and anger in some of the lyrics and some of the other stuff, but dude. Like that was an angry time. Just just going to that one moment, it was corn. It was this. Everybody was just, oh my gosh, well, life I, is I, so I, I think crappy. I may have been one of those that said, pretty boy. 
Look at that pretty boy on stage. See, I related to him, so that's <laughs> yes. why I think I just enjoyed it. <laughs> and he's still so pretty. <laughs> is, How old is, is he it. now? And he's still like this very yeah, pretty handsome man. Is, uh, very he's handsome 57. No way. 57 and he's that pretty? He's that can't 57 be 57 years old. I'm born Good October 30th, 1965. What water God. is he drinking? He's Fountain a year younger than my mother. Fountain of Youth. 57. He's 57 years old. I'm not sure. 1965. Why. I cannot accept that. That, that makes <laughs> no sense our heroes, in my reality. Our heroes are getting older. That makes no sense in my reality. Six times platinum, by the way, in the U.S. Didn't do Gosh. all that great in the U.K., surprisingly. Because huh. he's from the U.K., is he not? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they went silver there, 60,000. So this He's a is. Londoner. Two times platinum in New Zealand, six times platinum in Canada, uh, two times platinum in Australia, six times platinum in... Uh, That's in a US. handsome man. I did get to interview him once and got lost in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do. It is easy to do. He ain't so bad in that Francis Lawrence. I just want to go swimming in, those, yeah, swimming in those eyes. He ain't so bad in that it's Francis Lawrence film either. Uh, He's been he, in quite a few things. He was... Uh, yeah, but like the first thing he did, wasn't he the... Um, he wasn't a devil, but he was. A, he was. Yeah, Constantine. Yeah, yeah. He was an angel. He was like. That what? was a Keanu Reeves that was, vehicle. Yeah. yeah, it was Francis Lawrence's first movie. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Frankie, Frankie, Larry. <laughs> five. Okay, five singles. Everything's in. Little things. Come down. Glycerin. Machine. Oh head. yeah, I'm not. Listen, oh I'm not. my goodness. That's Wheels what, on the bus. That's what of, Mike and I were still playing in a uh, in um in Hot Topic. We were still playing those. A lot of hits. So listen, it's March already. Can't believe it. So when you're outside, does it smell like there's spring in the air yet? Oh yes. Yesterday yeah. was one of those days. You when you go out and you just the yeah. windows open, everything. Yeah. And that for me, great. that smell will always bring me back to those exciting school days where you're like, oh, summer's coming, vacation's coming, spring sports. Yeah. Like that's a magical time of year. Listen, if it didn't smell if it vacation. didn't smell like spring yesterday yet, uh, at least the stench of our our least our two least favorite months of the year fading away. Mm. So there's a new poll out on America's favorite months and our least favorite by far. Our least favorite months by far, January and February. November yeah. also doesn't get much love. What? Aww. Turkey. See, I love, Leaves. I, yeah, I like November. Yeah. The, other, the other main winter month, December, is divisive uh, because of the holidays. So 40% of people say they love December, which was more than any other month, but 7% hate it. And another 14% dislike it. Definitely my third least favorite. So so if you include all the positive feelings, uh, loving and liking, April is our favorite month. We love it's April. Where my, when my birthday is, obviously. That's why. That's why. You're welcome. May and October are also very well liked. It seems like people appreciate milder weather hmm. and the months that start new seasons. The only non-winter month that people are a little sour on is August. Maybe it's a going back to school thing, or maybe it's just, you know, tired of the summer heat at that point. But that's but that's nitpicky. You know, August is still loved or liked by 74% of people. But so let's put the, the we're putting the the bad months behind us. We're moving forward. Yes, March. I know I have a vacation coming up. Nice. And uh in mid-March, spring break. So here's a question. So I'm taking a plane somewhere. If a friend asked you. To give them a ride to an airport, and you were available, would you do so? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Without hesitation, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Scott's done it for me many times. Yeah, I would too. There are people that would not. <laughs> there are people who would just flat out say no. Now. Well, I guess what town 
Depends on the town yeah, you live I mean, in, maybe? You're talking about two hours? Some people have to drive many hours to Like, New York would be terrible. Yeah. New York, if, if a New York airport, that is a, that's a half a day. Yeah. That's a half a day trip for you. But I do appreciate the friends that have done that in New York for me. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> amazing. Thank I, you, Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my Chemical Romance's uh, manager, way, way back in the day, picked me up at the airport uh, in New York. And I did not realize until we were in the car for over an hour and a half how big of a favor that really was. Man. Wow. We listened yeah, to it's the a entire, big favor. It was before their first record came out, or before the, the Three Cheers record came out. And uh, he showed me the whole record twice. <laughs> yeah, <no>. Twice <laughs> well, I mean, before it, we got to the depending destination. Depending on what time you're going to the airport or being picked up from the airport, it, it could take it two hours to go, wow. to go 15 miles. Like, if you're staying in Manhattan and you got to go to one of the airports, JFK or, mm-hmm. or LaGuardia, uh, it, it could damn near take you an hour and a half, two hours. So I can understand people saying no. Yeah. But when, even whenever I had to go, do LAX and I was out in the valley, that was a long drive. Like, at least if it was a quick day, it would be about an hour. And um, I took a ton of people to the airport, so... Just because everyone always did the same though. for me. <laughs> you got nothing to do. Well, I mean, other people do the same for me, so you're like, well... Yeah, the karma thing. Yeah. <laughs> This is nice. Yeah, we got a good here in, in, in St. Louis as far as trips to the airport go. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lambert's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. When I have family and friends come to town, they're like, whoa, man, that was, you know, they go, okay, I got a, I got a nine o'clock flight. Man, we got to get up at like five o'clock, right? You know, we got to get up at five o'clock. You got to get, you know, we got to leave for, leave the house by six. I go, how long do you think it takes us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long? And that happens when my in-laws are in town. My father-in-law, if they have like, a, you know, an 11 a.m. flight. He wants to leave the house at 8. I go, why? Yeah. They're we, so used to two, three hours. Yeah. If we could just match that efficiency at the actual airport. We'd be the, we'd be you know the happiest people in the country. The last couple times I've gone to the airport, I've had very pleasant experiences. No, wonderful. Very pleasant. Start, start marking them down. From, from parking, taking the shuttle over, to ticketing, to going through security, to everything. Pleasant. Good. Yeah. I will admit a half a star improvement in the last maybe two, three years. So I'm going to the airport on the, about on the- one uh, and a half stars. 18th or 19th? I don't know, one of those days. My wife's got it all planned out. Yeah. Uh- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna time it from the time I leave my house to the time I sit in my seat. All right. Mm-hmm. It's more it's more about baggage. It's more about the efficiency of receiving baggage. But there was a poll taken, and uh, the question was: If a friend did ask you to give them a ride to a nearby airport, and you were available, would you do so? Eighty-two percent said yes. Is that a big that's is that a big ask? It's a big ask, but. It's an important. That's a pretty big ask. It's an important yeah. ask, and eighty-two percent is really good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's eight nice. percent flat out no. <laughs> flat out no. That's fine. You got to build in the eight percent. Ten percent are not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean not sure? It's a yes or no question. Uh, eh, I'm on the fence. What do you it, bet the not sures are the ones who never themselves fly? No. Yeah. So they just see it as a hassle. It just might be a weekend or a weekday, and they're like, "Well, we can't answer that." That that leaves you with a man. I don't know then. All right, true friends. So so I have a list of questions here. True friends would say yes to all these. Will you help me move? Sure. True friend. True friend. If available, yes. Can you suck the venom from this bite? (laughs) 
Of course. <laughs> of course. A true friend would say yes to that. That's I thought we were not supposed to do that anymore. That's 100%. Can you suck the venom from this bite? Yes. Will you distract the ugly one while I hit on the hot one? A true friend would say yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that an actual thing that guys do? Honestly. I've, I've had many a a friends that a do trope? that for me. <laughs> yeah, I have some good friends. They always did, did that for me. It was nice. I have been asked to do that, yes. Okay. I've never done that, but it seems reasonable. I have been asked, yes, to do that. It wasn't like, hey, distract the ugly one. It was, I'm, I want to hit on this one. Mm, you take that one. Yeah. Just, can you keep this one distracted? Like, I want to hit on the, the really hot one. Can you take the one with a great personality? Mm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a true friend would say yes to... Will you try my homemade beer? First of yeah. all, that, that's how I, that's how I found some of the greatest beers I've ever had. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm serious, my friend, dude. I'm telling you, I don't know if he's still doing that Oktoberfest thing. I'll get you a ticket. He he does an Oktoberfest at his house where they he and his partner they just give out all the beer that they've been brewing, and the best beer I have ever had. Wow, was in his backyard. And I had too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> a true friend would say uh, yes when I asked, uh, you know, can I tell you about the role Jesus fits in Wait, my say- life? <laughs> say that again? No. Can <laughs> I tell you about the role that Jesus plays in my life? I feel like if you're good friends, yeah. you're already aware. <laughs> yeah. Will you tell the police I was with you the whole night? <laughs> <laughs> That would require some follow-up questions. I I have been an alibi, not not for police. Not not for a good friend. Good friend would go, sure, man. (laughs) I'm not anybody's good friend, then. (laughs) I'd be asking some questions. I was, I have been an alibi for a friend who, uh, I don't believe he was stepping out on his girlfriend. (laughs) But it was a, hey, if Linda calls or she asks, I was with you. This was somebody I worked with. Oh, and maybe he was at a Orioles game or something. An Orioles game? I, I, you know, maybe he was going somewhere where he, maybe he was gambling or something, or just somewhere he shouldn't have been, but didn't matter if he shouldn't have been. Well, there. and the, he was in a, uh, I mean, when I call it a toxic relationship, I don't know, but uh, it was one of those, uh, she was, she had him under, you know, under her thumb. Mm. This is when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the coast? Yeah, this was, this was a co-worker. And uh, she wanted to know where he was at all times. Oh. Yikes. And chances are he was just sitting quietly on a park And after work, going, he wanted to go out with some buddies. <sighs> and he goes, hey, man, if Linda asks Wednesday night, I was with you. What were we doing? We need to have a whole. <laughs> we need to have a whole thing. What if we she go requires out to details? <laughs> right, because he could be like, "Oh yeah, I had dinner with Riz," and then she comes to you and it's like, "So where'd what you guys, were you guys go?" Doing? You're like, "Oh, we went mini golfing. It was so much fun." Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is no mini golfing in the area. Where were you? And I was afraid of this chick too. Sounds like he was as well. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out. Didn't work out for them. No way. Yep. Uh, oh, a true friend would uh, say yes if I ask, uh, can you help me pull my phone out of the porta potty? Yes, a true uh, friend would say yes. I don't know if I would do that with anybody. Man, <laughs> I'll stand out here and stand guard. Yeah. Make sure nobody comes in. I'll give you <laughs> moral <laughs> support. <laughs> as you re- uh, no, I, I guess if they wanted to go in, I would hold their ankles, you know, make sure they don't. Oh. Bloop. <laughs> nope, you're on your own there. 
Sorry, we're not that good of friends. Will you tell me if this looks infected? Yes, I will. I will. A true friend would say yes. Can I lick your Cinnabon carton? A true friend would would say yes to that. Just this little icing on there. Let me get that. Use the fork. Come on. That's the true friendship test right there. Use the fork. If I asked you to pop a pimple on my back, would you do it for me? I would not. Wow, that's really messed not. up. I, after all we've been through. We haven't been through enough for me to do that. Really? I would not do that for you. Got a no. weird thing about pimples, do you? Or is it me? <laughs> Probably a combo of uh, both really? of us. Really? I, I would not do that for you. If, if you asked me to do I, that, I would I was not do just, that for you. I, like, this really hurts. Like, it's clearly infected. You got to get it out of me. I would me. say ask somebody else. Wow. I, I cannot imagine... Taking my two fingers and squeezing them together on your back. It feels weirdly like intimate almost to yeah. do that to somebody. No way. What about the venom? That's thing? first base, isn't it? What about the venom thing? Well, that's on, life or death on my calf. Well, this could be life or death. This infection could really bring you down. You're not going to die from a zit. What about the venom thing? And you don't know the snake, so you don't know if it's life or death. But I'm like, oh my gosh, suck, it bit suck me. this out. <laughs> yeah, and it's on, it's on my it's on my leg. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's hairy down there. It's hairier than oh. my back is. Mm. <laughs> so put my lips around your your snake bite wound. Yeah. See, the fact that you're considering that, you won't pimple, you won't pop Well, a one's a life on or back. death, potential life or death situation. If you were going to die of a pimple. Yeah, and a snake it. bite wound, it probably also depends on where on your leg, like upper thigh. Yeah, if it was, you know, yeah, upper <laughs> inner thigh. thigh. Upper uh, inner yeah, thigh. Yeah. Right here, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> if it were life or death, yes. But popping a pimple, I would not do. There is something so satisfying about popping a pimple. Well, yeah, uh, if you do it on yourself. No, no, I mean, I mean, it's it's equal across the board for me. On a stranger I dis- I or whatever. With that. Yeah. I disagree. I, I, I couldn't do that to anybody. I, I don't think I've even, I would even do it for my wife. What? Oh man, I think there are certain um, uh, what, what what is it? The dermatologists, dermatologists, yeah, yeah, that have to like you know, dude. There's there's viral videos of people popping pimples and stuff. Yeah, and doctor be- pimple. Because yeah, who you know that there's that um, that enzyme that you can have or something that like uh, your pee does not smell weird with asparagus. Yeah, yeah. I swear there's like some equal gene for like twelve percent of us that really enjoy the pimple popping thing. It's very yeah. Some strange, people do enjoy it. Some people do not. Yeah, and I, I would not. I would not pop a pimple on your back if you asked me. I don't like the the videos, but I like the smell. Oh, oh, man. Get out! Man, come on! Now you've, <laughs> gone, now you've gone too far. Speaking of, speaking of smell, uh, man, did you see this video? It's going viral of this dog pooping on the basketball court. Oh uh, yeah, I saw, I saw the photo. It was like a, during a halftime or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this was during. Yeah, it was a college basketball game. Uh, <laughs> It was like a dog doing tricks with a Frisbee. It was during a Virginia Tech-Louisville game. This happened on Tuesday. So the dog is running around on the uh, on the court, you know, catching the Frisbee. <laughs> the dog walks up to the trainer near the baseline to do another move, and then out of nowhere, the dog, like, pops a squat and just and just goes. <laughs> the trainer grabs, uh, quickly tries to grab the dog, but the doo-doo still remain on the court. Oh, no. Oh, Poop happens, great. man. Yeah. Poop happens. I guess it does. You just had to eat before you came out here. <laughs> well, he's nervous. I mean, he's got to Well, I'm sure the trainer, and... like, all right, let's, you know, we got to go to the bathroom before before you go. Yeah. I bet I'm on a leash outside. It's a sensitive outside topic. Outside the stadium. Sensitive topic for me right now. We're, we're puppy sitting. And we were told that the puppy is you know, pretty much potty trained. 
It hasn't pooped outside yet. Ah. Oh, that's also a big ask. Outside, that's yet. a big. That's a uh, you know, way more than hey, drive me to the airport. Se- seven pound dog, it has pooped thirteen times per day on average. Thirteen times. I, that's a little it, poop machine. Where's it getting the food? I can't, I can't even figure it out. And they're far larger than they should be for the size of this dog. <laughs> um, that is a big ask to ask somebody to to pet sit for you. Pet sit. Well, especially a puppy. Right. Especially a puppy. Yeah, but we're. It's one thing if it's a you know house trained dog. If you're familiar with the dog, fine. I'll take the dog for the week. But we but we love everyone. So we're yes. Sure. Whose dog is this? This is my sister in law's. My brother in law's. Ah. And what kind of dog? It's a toy Aussie, <clears throat> which makes no sense to me. A toy Aussie. I'm not. I'm not talking trash or none of that. <laughs> okay. So no disrespect just, to yeah, the toy Aussies the, oh, out there, oh, or its owners, or any of that kind of stuff. But man, a toy Aussie. This is a Chihuahua. That has a that needs a task. Yeah, it's a working dog. It's, it's, very it's high high energy too. Aren't right. they kind of ornery too? Like the toy Aussies, aren't they a little snippy? It has tried to attack radio thirty five times. Yeah, oh. I, I've seen yeah. them. They seem temperamental. Every time I met one, they they're it's not a, as friendly as a, the yeah, main Yeah, it's Aussie. a little growly. Um, which again leads me to if you're going to have a small dog, let's go with a Chihuahua that perhaps could be just a nice lap snuggle dog mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like it has to get out there and herd deer. <laughs> That are a hundred times its size. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, a, have, it's a herd dog that we've, uh, we've now made miniature and completely useless as far as the task Yeah, dog. we have two working dogs at home. And if if going back, like, why did we do this to ourselves? Right. Well, Like, I mean, these are dogs that need things to do. Right. They're working dogs. They're task animals. Yeah. And with task animals, you have to know what you're getting with the breed. And this is a task animal in, in lap size. Um and it's very contradictory. Like they need to it's, run. It seems those dogs need stuff to do, and they need to run. They need tasks that you need to throw the ball a lot. And the, the cool <laughs> thing is, they have two of the most adorable little kids ever. So like, there's a lot of energy being expelled. It's not. It's not a bad dog for them. It's yeah, just yeah. a bad dog for, for us. you currently. Um, well, yeah, and because like radio is our dog, dude. It's the most stoic. Like, she's just thinking about philosophy or something. Just, yeah. just sitting there staring at you. <laughs> the dog's for thinking it. about philosophy. <laughs> dude, the I dog's thinking you. about getting out and running away. My dog. No, not not anymore. <laughs> yeah. That was puppy radio. But she's just a complete, and she's a task animal as well, but she's a bird hunter, so she's just mm. like super zoned. She's just waiting for that opportunity when the door opens because I'm going to run away from these Whee! hippies again. Any, anybody Hopefully. with English setters knows what I'm talking about with the stoicism. Well, back to dogs. Um, a couple uh, a couple questions on the uh, on the internet about dogs, particular situations. So this post is about a guy who said his friend's uh, diabetic alert dog, mm-hmm. which they called a dad, D-A-D, diabetic <laughs> alert dog, which are, which... Crazy! These dogs can be trained to yeah. know if somebody's having a, a diabetic episode. Yeah, we've been hearing about this kind of stuff for for a while now. But I, I guarantee you, the first time I heard this, I thought, "Well, that's made up." Yeah, you it's can't. just an excuse, you know. Yeah, you can't train a dog to do these. <laughs> yeah, things. it's like so, my uh, emotional support peacock that I need to bring wherever I go. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like you know, th- there's dogs that like smell cancer. And there's dogs that like you can train them to. Alert oh yeah, no, all this is legit. Yeah. This That's is what legit. I mean. It's just phenomenal. What is, I tell you, what I I had a new, a new respect for service animals after being up at Scott Air Force Base. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. And seeing a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, people who live on the base, uh, airmen, um, airmen and airwomen, and, and and the soldiers who had come back from from combat with their service dogs. Mm-hmm. And how 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 much joy those dogs? Yeah, the importance of bringing those uh, people and how important they are. That's where my first Aussie came from. Was from Michael. He uh, 
a vet, you know, and he, his dog had just brought him so much comfort and all that during, you know, after war and all that stuff. So he bred it and started giving out to other soldiers. Yeah, cool. with the stuff they've seen and, you know, adjusting back to, to normal civilian life and the joy these dogs bring, it just, it changed my attitude. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really did piss me off knowing that some people try to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's almost... It's almost a stolen valor type of thing. Yeah, kind of. Like yeah, st- stolen valor with 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 uh, animals. You know, not ne- not necessarily. Yeah, just I need to have my support guinea pig with me. Right. Of course. This this thing needs to, this road needs to be on the plane with me. It's my support boa constrictor. I need. I just can't without it. Okay. I know what you're doing here. I know what you're doing here. Anyway. So this diabetic alert dog, it is a legit, this is a legit thing. So uh, the guy said his friend's diabetic alert dog was not welcome in his home. So the guy wrote that as his buddy recently got this dog, uh, the friend uh, wants to bring the dog to the guy's house whenever he hosts hangouts and parties. But the guy said, I'm not much of a dog person and really don't want it in my house. It's a breed that sheds and I don't want to have to deal with dog hair in my house. I told my friend this dog was not welcome. I actually offered to pay for monitoring devices, something he could use while he's out in my house if it's going to have a diabetic thing. But he didn't take that offer well. He let me know he wasn't happy and recently missed our Super Bowl get-together. Am I the a-hole for not allowing his diabetic alert dog into my house? He says, I've spent the last 10 years in this house turning it into a place my friends, my family, and I could hang out. My house is the preferred destination amongst everyone else. I have amenities that others don't. I have many beanbag chairs. Wow. <laughs> and a sweet bar. I don't know if he's the a-hole, but he's annoying. I wouldn't want to be his friend. He said uh, that he, his kids regularly play in his yard, and he doesn't want them to, quote, encounter dog poop and pee. Well, they can pick. I'm going to say, up. I'm probably not going to be popular here, but I don't think that's un- unreasonable. Now, uh, I'm not saying that I would do that at all. I would obviously make as many adjustments, but I also love dogs. I don't mind animals. So, But but I know a few people that like just refuse to have animals in their house, and it's for whatever reason, and I have to respect that. It is their home after all. So whatever I come with um, accessory-wise or whatever, if it doesn't make sense for what they absolutely want for their home, this is their home, then I either have to adjust or miss out. So a-hole? No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's an a-hole at all for saying this. Is it, it, does it, does it suck for the, for the person that wants to hang out? Sure. But, um, that's probably what happens. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of of other scenarios that I could draw some sort of parallel here. But it, okay, like, I, mean, my, I, I think I, I know I think what you're saying here. I don't think that's I'm, I think right. I'm the same way. Like, hey, it's my house. I don't want a dog here. Right. That should be the end of the conversation. Right. I shouldn't yeah. have to have too many reasons. I wouldn't Not be bad. in this scenario. Just put that out there. But you shouldn't have to have any reasons why you don't want something in your house. That should be the end of the conversation. Like, maybe it is unreasonable. In, in your mind, it's unreasonable. Maybe I just don't like dogs. I don't. This is a dog-free house. Yeah, that's one of your boundaries. And for me to be so upset with you because you won't change a boundary for me is kind of entitled. Hey, we could still hang out, but just not at your house, I guess. I mean, isn't that really entitled? I mean, isn't that kind of the 
definition of entitlement? Well, somebody brought up this mm. point. They said that the homeowner is the a-hole. He said, uh, it's not a pet. It's not a pet. It's a medical thing. Would you tell somebody they couldn't bring their wheelchair because you didn't want wheels tracking dirt on your floor? But he offered to buy him a monitoring device, which right. cancels that out. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch there. That's the wrong That's the wrong analogy. Service dogs are not pets. Total, total, yeah. They're not going to eat crumbs off the floor or jump on kids. They're working. That's not what he's saying. That's not, again, that's, none of that is relevant here. It's so it seems. With the details that we've been given, none of that is relevant. Those are not arguments to be made. Well, this like, is this man's home. This is his boundaries. Yeah, he could do what it, – it, it's his house. It he has, could do what he wants. It has to do with the fact that he doesn't want animals there. This is an animal. It has nothing to do with – he's not saying that he is against service animals. He's not saying he hates you. He's not saying he doesn't he care about diabetics. But people jump to <laughs> Medical that issues. Yeah, but people like, jump to that conclusion. Because of entitlement. You should accommodate everybody. Okay, this is not a public place. This is my private residence. Yes. Where I could do whatever I want. I respect your needs, but please respect my boundaries. That's the thing, man. People are all talking. There's a lot of hey, big I, listen, talk I out there the about house. boundaries right now, but all, nobody I, expects to have to respect I other people. In my house, when you walk in, like you have to take your pants and underwear off. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I probably won't be coming over. Right. But now that's my choice. Yeah. That's my if choice. If you want to come here, you need to walk around with your pants and underwear off. Which I like the, that rule about I'm your house. Try that. I like that rule about your house, but I hate that you have white couches everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Can't you switch that up? If you don't like that rule, I guess you're not coming over. But fair. those are the rules Very in my fair. house. It's your house. <laughs> those are your boundaries, man. Uh-huh. Oh, man. If you go to Moon's house, you have to pop his pimples. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. coming over. Welcome. <laughs> Let me take my shirt off. Yeah, I got a bunch of pimples. Pimple. <laughs> uh, by the way, I don't have a pimple back or nothing. That was just an example. <laughs> well, it's all the steroids you're taking, the small nuts. Because oh, this guy here, the the guy who's housed it, is getting roasted. I mean, it's getting roasted. Well, I think again, I think there's a, a lot of, a lot of talk, a lot of big talk out there about boundaries, and people are all real concerned about their own boundaries and never think about. Wait a second, maybe I will have to adhere to other people's boundaries as well. You got to respect it if you're going to demand so much. You have to give it. Maybe this is an extreme. Okay, I, I'm a gun. I like you know I own guns. You know I can still carry. Um, if I go to, so let's say I have my gun on my hip and so I go to somebody's house mm-hmm. and they go, man, I, you know, I, I just don't feel comfortable with, with your gun out. Okay. Sure. It's a second amendment thing. You know, you have your permit and stuff, but I just don't like your gun being out of my house. Should I push back on you? Well, you have a gun. You can get your way in. Come <laughs> 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 <Calm> again. <laughs> I, I would say if you if you feel uncomfortable without the gun, you would then express, "Shoot, well, I feel uncomfortable without the gun." And then you realize we are now at an impasse, a respected, friendly impasse, and we go, "Well, I'll see you tomorrow at work." Yeah, that's yeah. it, and that's it. It's over. Yeah. And now yeah. we've both mutually respected one another, mutually expressed what our particular boundaries and comfort levels are, and we've realized that. We can't mix in this way in right this now. house. We could be friends and and agree on a million other things, but in this particular situation, <laughs> in this particular place, 
we have we are at a disagreement. So we are going to take ourselves away from this situation. Yeah. What if you were out and about doing an activity and you were carrying? Well, that's oh. different. I'm not at your yeah. house. Yeah, that's you a don't societal make the rules. agreement at this point. You don't make the rules other places. Mm-hmm. In this particular, this place, I make the rules. So if someone, if you were going, say, out to dinner with somebody and they were like, I, I know that you're carrying. I don't like that. Can you leave it at home in the car or whatever? Uh, or would you say... Well, there, there goes my plans for tonight. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Well, that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. The same thing would apply though. If the, mm. if he was only comfortable with a, you know, being strapped at dinner, uh, and and you weren't, then you just feel like, oh, okay, well, we just won't have dinner. Oh, yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Or if that deal. bothers you so much, and it it bothers me that it bothers you, then I guess we can't be friends. Yeah. Respect. Right, but but then there's no respect if it bothers me that. You're doing something, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, if we're friends, I'm respecting you. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, pe- people, and you're ba- you respect people and their boundaries. So many people that are just like good time friends. I'm only friends with you when we're partying and everything is good. And then as soon as something is disagreeable or difficult or whatever, bam, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Those were never friends anyway. Those were glommers. I'm here for the good times and you're providing them. Here for the pimple popping. Uh, Riz, <laughs> look up herding balls for dogs on Amazon. Is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like a, like a um, they like push them, right? What? It's the the ball that kind of like moves we a little may bit. We have and tried it, that. I want to get one of these. You've seen them? I mean, they they, they use them like uh, there's there's real big ones you can throw like in a field. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We well, my exercise ball. The dogs play with that yeah, in the yeah, basement. Yeah, basically what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is cool. I guess it's for outdoors. That's nice. I is it get like that. is it herd ball? Oh, I've seen this. Okay. Yeah, my new it. dog tears everything apart. Oh, really? Like, we cannot have anything that's, like, um, foam or, like, she's a deconstructor. <laughs> Takes, dude, I'm telling you, any kind of stuff, something, I mean, this dog. A de-engineer? Will tear the stuffing out of it. She unengineers <laughs> everything. We've tried everything. Rope, like, thick rope, like, indestructible. Nope, destructible. <laughs> like, cat the dog's fine. Like, herding ball, cool, man. I would play with this for a little while. New dog, jeez, no. Does she uh, chew things like she, in, in your home? Like, I mean, she like, doesn't like, chew furniture. Okay, okay. Like she's not like chewing on the railing if she can't find something else. No, no. Well, but she'll you know take a stuffed animal or okay. You know, we'll buy like a toy. Like all right, it says indestructible. Let's see. It'll be fifteen minutes before the thing's apart. And she won't eat it. She'll spit out all the pieces. She but it'll be to, just, uh, just. She wants to just kill it. Just kill it. <laughs> kill it. Till it's dead. Okay, here's another one. Listen, we know you love your fur baby. I don't blame anybody for wanting to take their pets with them wherever they go. But what happens when you bring your dog somewhere they don't belong? So a dog owner recently went to the internet and asked the question: Am I the a-hole for taking her tiny Yorkshire Terrier on a quick stop into a grocery store? Is it okay to bring your little dog into a grocery store? So the dog owner took her little dog, her little Yorkie, Peanut, to the dog park. And then went to PetSmart. And then she realized, ah, I need a couple things at the grocery store. So she figured that since there was no signage prohibiting dogs from going into the store, she could just run in and grab what she she needed with, with Peanut with her. She was in the store for, she says, no more than 10 minutes when a guy approached her and told her pets were not allowed in the store. The man wasn't an employee. 
Before she could respond, he told me it was, quote, gross as F to have my dog in the produce section. The woman apologized for bringing her dog inside, but, you know, reminded the man that it was, it was hot out. Bringing the dog in seemed to be the most convenient option. He told me to F off and not be a lazy pet owner. So is she okay bringing her little Yorkie into the produce section or into the grocery store? Here's, I can't believe there'd be a grocery store that would allow that. Yeah, here's my argument for this uh, against is that produce is grown inside a building where no animals are at ever. So I think <laughs> they should never be close to any kind of animal. I think that's a bad idea. That's a, that's a great observation that I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> but at the same time, this is like a safe We're not place. on the farm anymore, oh, Scott. Well, okay. Yeah, I would like to feel like things are washed and somewhat sanitized <laughs> yeah, we're not, where I'm we're buying not on the farm. all of my family's food. I can't believe a grocery store would even allow that. I, they probably, I don't. You're fancy, supposed to. Fancy ones usually do. What? Oh, they say service dogs only on the service door. Service dogs only or... But if you uh, can fit them in a bag or something, I've seen those at fancy grocery stores. I don't know. I. That sounds very... LA. I know they don't... Allow, they probably don't allow them. If I saw a dog in a grocery store, I would go, hmm, that's a dog here. And I then go. Go yeah, about, I wouldn't care. And then go personally. about my day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to wash my ankles Unless twice. I saw the dog... Like taking a crap in the middle of the aisle, yeah, yeah. Or like when the you know when the uh, dog owner is looking at stuff and the dog is just off on its own, you know, sniffing people. As you long ever, as the dog's not bothering anybody. You ever taken your dog in anywhere? Like no. the pet store. Oh, so okay, okay. So you know, in the pet stores, the dogs are allowed. And on occasion, I have been in a pet store with radio, and it feels wrong. I have never. <laughs> it taken feels my weird. Dogs. Into a place. Like it's, Home Depot, if, you can. It feels yeah. really cool, but I feel like I'm a 15-year-old kid doing something I'm not supposed uh, to No, we remember we found out Home Depot, you were not supposed to. Yeah, you're not supposed to. People don't, they won't that, bother you. They're, they're not going to stop That's a Lowe's you. thing. Uh, I think that, Lowe's does allow, is it Lowe's allows it? I don't know. Listen, they're not going to bother you because they're assuming it's a service animal, but you really, I think it's discouraged. Or, as long as the dog's not bothering anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to. Slippery slope. Then, then there's no rule. Like, hey, I'll let it slide this time. Let's not make it a habit. Right. I think that's the Okay. I do like seeing when I'm in the, the when I'm in the pet stores and people have dogs that aren't, you know, vicious and trying to hurt me. Uh it is fun. It is it's, yeah, it's like, oh cool, man. a dog I'm in the aisle. Go. I like this. <laughs> I, I just go, Oh, there's a dog and that's it, I move on. But imagine if you were in a grocery store, you're in a cereal aisle and a Labrador comes walking by. With no owner, which is no, by itself. No, I'm just saying somebody's walking a lab by you. Um, not a service dog. Well, okay, let, let's not say lab because a lab would be a good service dog. Let's say let's say a Yorkie, which is a squirrel. I go, oh, there's a rodent here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, w- wouldn't you be like, oh, it, w- I wouldn't think gross. Why? I don't think gro- I wouldn't think. Gross. I wouldn't think gross. I would just go, why? Like, why? This is usually a somewhat planned trip, the grocery store. Well, this woman was looking for some compassion on social media, and she did not get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. I figured. She did not get it. She did not get it. Somebody wrote, uh, take the dog home first. Make sure he's comfortable with his water, and then finish your errands. And somebody said, as somebody who works in a grocery store, don't bring your effing dog to a grocery store. (laughs) Can you imagine the dog? This has a super super strength nose. And now you just surrounded it with a billion snacks. Mm. This has a super nose, a super powered nose. 
And all it does is just smell like the the sweetest, the the most amazing stuff ever. You know, somebody did bring up a good point. There's a deli right there. It's very different geographically. New York City, for example, uh, or, or, you know, a big metropolitan area. People are bringing their dogs with them everywhere, and it's socially acceptable. Yeah. Hmm. It's very common. L.A. you see it everywhere. And clothing stores or wherever. It's in their purses. Yeah, New yeah, York, but I mean, you'll see if it's a fancy show dog kind of thing, you'll see them even come into the luxury stores, you know, with suits and stuff. You'll New see York, the nice I, dogs. Yeah, I see. I feel like that's maybe not L.A., but New York is is the exception it, because don't and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but most most grocery runs, you're not doing what we're doing. We're filling up full carts, maybe two carts if you're wild. Yeah, and walk into your car. And in New York, it's it's a bag. Yeah, you have to carry your groceries, a, or you have yeah, a little a, grocery cart. Exactly, it's a single bag. You're just heading home, so it's almost like a, a daily or every other yeah. thing, every other day thing. So I I can when I lived see in that New York City, I would never even in a million years consider having a pet, unless it's a cat, which you know it stays in the apartment. Yeah, that seems like a pain in the neck to try to figure oh, out where to get yeah. your dog to go to the bathroom. If you, and, if you have a walk-up, I guess it gets you out. Well, we you, you'd walk everywhere anyway, so it's not like you're not getting exercise. Devin says he works at Lowe's, uh, or she, uh, works at Lowe's, and we do allow dogs in the store. People have brought in little dogs they have in the carts, big dogs on leashes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, at, and, at, and then Lowe's, Lowe's is the one that's they're okay with it. As long as your dog's well-behaved. I don't know. Are you okay with this woman bringing the Yorkie into the into the store, into the grocery store? I would. I'm going to say no, just because I think that's probably a grocery store rule. So if you're breaking the grocery store rule, respect the rule, right? Are you okay with it? I would you say I don't anything? Care. I wouldn't. Absolutely would I say not. anything? No, it, say it wouldn't anything. bother me. I'd probably remember it for an hour, and then that's it. Yeah, I'm a dog owner, so it's like, eh, whatever. Imagine though, if you really didn't like dogs. Yeah, like if you, if that'd be tough. If I didn't, it'd be a different ballgame. Yeah, I don't know. I but would it's not bothering would, you. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me. Wouldn't bother even me. if you hated dogs. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, Yorkie in the purse, barking. It's barking. Now is it bothering you? I'm just grocery it's shopping. I'm in and out. Yeah, it's uh. it's bothering me, but it would probably bother me as much as your kid screaming. Yeah, but haven't you ever been in a store where you see? You know, birds get in, and you hear mm-hmm. them hauling around, and they'll just fly back and forth and all that. Yeah, but birds have a potential to crap on things. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Wonder, I mean, I guess so do dogs, but but at least the, the dog is on a leash or with yeah, a, an I, owner. I got a feeling there's a purse dog in the grocery store, in the produce section, and you're there, you know, feeling avocados. <laughs> and this thing is barking up a store, and we're hearing about it every other day on the Riz Show I probably would mention weeks. something the next day. <laughs> You'd be upset, I bet you. I wouldn't you're say like, Can something. you believe it? Well, you wouldn't say something. I wouldn't say something to the woman because, obviously, if I did say something and she's not caring about her dog disrupting everybody, she wouldn't care what I said. Yeah. Yeah. And would you think differently if someone like Chris Kerber, you ran into him in the store and he had a little dog in a bag that was a... Uh, I would yeah. look differently. Chris Kerber does not seem like the guy that would carry a dog in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't no. seem like a purse dog kind no, of guy. No, no. He surprised us uh, before. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, this woman, this woman was looking for sympathy. She did not get it on on Reddit. People did call her the a hole. <laughs> well, Reddit is uh, known as the sympathy place. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, Paris Hilton was the one that used to keep her dog in her purse all the time, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She That's was the hot. originator. That's hot. That right. She's ch- the one that popularized it. And that was yeah. a Chihuahua, right? It was a Chihuahua. It's like Stardust or Tinker Tinkerbell, something like that. Oh yeah. 
It was some sort of princess name. Uh, Justin's asking, what if the dog entered the store on two legs? Just walked in like a... <laughs> now that... With his hands up. <laughs> looking left and right, left and right, like looking where, what aisle is going down. I would be impressed. He's That dog's a keeper. Can I help you find something, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never brought my dog into anywhere. It does feel very, very strange. It feels cool, but it feels like you're doing something wrong. I, I've seen people leave their dogs like tied up outside. Outside yeah. of what, like a restaurant? Uh, of a store. That would scare me. Me too. Me Like, that's too. my baby. I don't want someone to take my baby. I mean, it's my dog. Uh-oh. That's my dog. Here we go. <laughs> we get into that conversation. I mean, it's a, it's a dog. I mean, I love the dogs. Yeah, you don't want someone to take your no, dog? No, of course I don't want, you know, anybody to take my dog. Are you saying equating the dog to a, a, to a baby? Yes, yes, yes. Because that's what a Yorkie is, typically. Somebody's in, in, baby? In my experience. Not everybody, so don't get at me. I'm sure there's a lot of Yorkie owners like, what's he going to say? <laughs> but, yeah, like, Yorkies are, like, really good, like, substitute children. Hmm. It's so it, so <laughs> it seems. <laughs> so it seems. Uh, Steve says, I've seen people walking around Walmart with a bearded dragon on their shoulder. That's that Walmart. That's a Walmart thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wouldn't even bat an, <laughs> wouldn't eye, bat an eye at that. Like no. a, a parrot or that, I wouldn't think twice about it. Walmart. Oh, man, a parrot. I've never seen that. <laughs> I just picture pirates shopping there a lot. Yeah, where are you headed? To the Black Pearl? <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the iguana, uh, the iguana or the, what, what, what was it? A bearded dragon? A bearded dragon. Yeah, I've, I've seen that before. Not, not in a Walmart. Where was that? Where was that? And it might it might have been like a festival or something. I mean, you know, of course we go to we go to the reptile shows all the time, um, so that's a lot of fun. A lot of people bring their pets in there, or they'll buy something and put it on. Oh, uh, you shoulder. know, there's a restaurant by my house that allows dogs on the patio. We we brought cat there. Yeah, we there used to be a restaurant down in in, in St. Charles that was dog friendly inside. I thought the whole thing was like named after a dog and like that was dog uh, themed. And then took a dog there once, and they're like, dogs aren't allowed in here. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, there's a place up in Wildwood called Big Chief, and they have a patio, and they said, hey, if your dog's well-behaved, yeah, feel free. Yeah, so they, yeah, they put us on the patio. I was, took, yeah, you're on the patio. I took my pet uh, to the reptile show the last time they had it, uh, my little pet mouse, and that was a mistake. It <laughs> didn't go great. Yeah. Lost that guy. He was a good guy, though. <laughs> Uh, Adrian says, back to the service dog thing, my cousin has a dog he considers a service dog. The dog is definitely not. Chews up everything. He bought a service animal vest for the dog on Amazon. No. See, you're, for a service dog, you're supposed to have papers. Yeah. Right? Get the papers, get the papers. You're supposed mm-hmm. to have papers for it. You can't just buy a vest and call it a service dog. I wonder if you can get in trouble for that. Yeah, there's training. There's training that goes Training, with it. certification. Right. And see, that's that's... You're gaming the system. He says a good. He, he brought up a good point. Well, is there some sort of repercussion, like the stolen valor um, concept? Is is there some sort of, if 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 you take a dog that only to a place where only service dogs are allowed, like a very strict, like of course we'll allow service dogs, but no animals, and you bring one that isn't certified, doesn't have the papers, uh, but has an Amazon vest, and they find out, are there any sort of repercussions, or they just go, you got to get out? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're breaking any laws. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder what the protections are as far as 
laws or unless you whatever. unless you yeah. unless there is uh, papers to go along with it and you fo- you know forge well, the papers. Well, there's the a pa- service dog identification card you have to carry. So, okay, so what what is that? Is is that from like the trainer that that trained it to? Or be? is it a government issue? I think it's government. I think it's yeah. I think it's a government, government issue. Well, then this has to be uh, somewhat punishable. This, the, I don't know what to call right, it. Fraud? Yeah, yeah I don't know what to call put, it. Animal fraud, stolen valor. Uh, w- looks like they just put the dog down immediately. So that's... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we, we found you know, out your animal's a fraud. Up, you know, uh, <laughs> You're out of here. One or two people brought this up uh, as far as, you know, service you know, service dog in your house. But if you go, hey, man, to relieve stress, I smoke cigarettes. I got to smoke in here. You ain't smoking in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That is a right, good right. argument, though. Everywhere I go, I'm smoking. I got to smoke. Okay. It's my thing, man. I, I yeah. get stressed out. I got to smoke a cigarette. You're welcome do it in outside. the yard. Yeah, you're welcome in the yard. Thou shall not pass. <laughs> but it's for, you know, for me, I, 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 I got to smoke a cigarette or else I'm, I get I'm, I'm happy. I get, I'm happy for I you. I get sad. Well, stay happy in the yard. <laughs> stay sad on the couch. <laughs> There's some menthol gum. Yeah, Michael says if it was if it was only so black and white, I'm. Well, a government issued th- thing is pretty black and white. Yeah. You got it yeah. or you don't. Well, no, as far as the the dog in the house thing, it is black and white. It's my yeah, rules. But boundaries. <laughs> it's my house. It's my rules. My house. My boundaries. It is black and white. Yeah. That's it. I don't want a dog here. As the as as is the entitlement to think I can just walk in and go I don't care what your rules are I'm smoking on your couch. No, in my house you cannot smoke in the house. But I can <laughs> because you said you're my friend, and I'm going to come to your house because it's the Super Bowl. Well, if our spot. friendship hinges on you able to smoke in my house, yeah, then I guess we're not going to be friends. Well, that's on you. That's all your fault. Well, that makes me sad. I need to smoke. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> if if Slash came over your house, would you let him? Just bring in a cigarette? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. With Slash, you may stand right here. No, Slash. Put a shirt on. If, and- okay. <laughs> if Slash wants to come over and smoke in my house and bring a service dog, yes, he's allowed. <laughs> he is allowed. He comes in with no He's shirt. the only one. <laughs> Get out, Slash, and take your Yorkie with you. <laughs> and your cigarettes. <laughs> yes. I, if Slash does come to my house, he will. he's allowed to do whatever he wants. <laughs> Uh, today's Team Riz, remember the day, is brought to you by uh, Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Louis, Rick Krizzle is our yeah, Rick. Team. Yeah. Uh, Rick is a hardcore Rizvangelist who talks about the show all the time. Oh, thank you, Rick. Uh, Rick watches the show every day on the webcams from start to finish. Huge fan of all the games and the great banter between the guys. Uh, Rick got his wife, a current Team Riz member, uh, hooked on the show, and the fact that she got picked for Team Riz before him. Is still held over his day, his head to this day. Aw, time we remedy that. Uh, Rick Cruzel from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com/slash/teamriz. <laughs> uh, Mike says uh, a couple years ago at the Manchester Hot Shots, a guy brought in two ferrets. <laughs> Why? Man. I think you just want attention at that point. Hey, they just want beer and wings. Look at my ferrets. Ask me about my ferrets. <laughs> I mean, those are rodents, aren't they? Yeah. I would. I would. I think so. Like that's a step up from rats, right? From a rat. I don't know. That's a couple steps though. up. I'd say they're pretty cool. Rats are cool. They're all cool. 
just not at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, crap on next. What do you got? A big star canceled a very, very big tour. Shaka Khan rips into Rolling Stone's best singer list and sounds like she belongs on the Riz show, by the way. Uh, the next Stranger Things iteration and a list of celebs that have had real experiences with ghosts. Uh, Trevor asking, didn't Liv bring her snake to the carnival Halloween party? That was not you. <laughs> that was Britney Spears. That was Britney Spears, the woman who won the contest. Yeah. I think she only won the costume contest because she had a real snake. Yeah, there. and a snake yeah. never bothered nobody. <laughs> she threatened all the judges. And I mean, a snake never bothered nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, proud snake owner here. Except for the garden there. I mean, that's like a famous last words thing. <laughs> know, snake know, never know, bothered know, nobody. That was a big ass that's snake. That's next too. to watch this or yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. That was a sweet little snakey poo. Oh boy, that wow. thing was huge. It, it was. was huge, and I didn't think it was real until I'm home. It's a real snake. I right, porno birthday, uh, crappy birthday is all next. Grab on celebrity, stay there. Hey podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time. It's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. And ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I gotta test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, go to the showroom, see the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates and all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, it's Dave Coulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Phone number 314. How many more days am I going to say that? Can I write that down? Uh, it day close. 12. Day 12 or 13. No, no. Ooh, way past that. What, what, day, what day did it start? The day after the Super Bowl? The day after right? the Super Bowl. Okay. But on. is it 30 shows? Did we ever figure that out? Is it 30, it 30 shows days. or 30 days? I thought it was 30 days. Somebody's got to know. The day of the Super Bowl was what? February 5? Yep. I think so. Okay. So that's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 15. It's 15 shows. 16, 17, 18. It's the 19th show. 19th show. Ooh, we took a day off. When was Risho night? I'm sorry, that is the 18th show. When was Risho night? 
If you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know it's safe. Because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash Riz. That's drinkag1.com slash Riz. Check it out. I dare you. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided they offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? That was January. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was as sure that as was I usually January, am. but we took Monday off. Uh, we took the next day off. Next day of what? Ah, somebody's going to know. Did we take the day off? Uh, Just the last week. After Super Bowl? Well, we took the Rich show night was January 24th. Okay, so that's... But you guys were off this past Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But that's it. So there's, yeah. So what did I say? 16, 19, 18. (laughs) Jesse on Twitter's been keeping track, so he knows. Uh, 314 624 3833 or 618 3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057 The Point.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Riz Show 1057 Send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Liv is here. We got the Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up. Let's get freaky. Three brand new ads for us. Also, we'll give away some Guns N' Roses tickets. Guns N' Roses happening Saturday night, September 9th over at Bush Stadium. We've got a fun little contest that's going to be Liv versus Moon. It is called the uh, Real Celebrity Name Game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to win. So this will be fun. I'll explain later. Hey, so. You better bring it. Speaking I'm going to try. <laughs> speaking of games, uh, St. Louis City SC, the home opener is on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Big, are you going? I'm going. Saturday. Yeah, Look she's got like I got, I got badass connections. tickets, dude. Badass tickets. I think they're they're dropping you by helicopter, right? Yes. Like right in the middle of the field. Not bad. Oh. What's that? You got good tickets? I think so. I'm going with Ryan. Yeah. Our buddy Ryan. Oh. Yep. He's probably got nice ones. And I think they've got connections through like beverage vendors, and uh, there was an extra. 
I got nothing. Oh. I, I'm. Uh, I got a media pass, so I'm going to be walking around. I got no seat. Oh, you got no seat, but yeah, you're <laughs> I got in. No seat. I'm in. That's they all even got a better spot. <laughs> so I'm going to be on Liv's on lap. The pitch. <laughs> so Fox Two, Fox Two did a pretty good breakdown of this. So they say as the calendar turns to March, uh, the sports scene in downtown St. Louis becomes quite a bit busier. All four of the city's professional sports teams will officially host a game this month. Yeah. So there will be three home openers in the month of March. So excited. So obviously St. Louis City SC, Saturday. Uh, the Battle Hawks, their home opener is March 12th. And the Cardinals, their home opener is March 30th. So yeah, so you got of the four big teams, three home openers this month. That's a bi- it's a busy yeah. month as it far is. as the St. Louis sports scene goes. So they broke down ticket costs for STL's big four sports teams. So they say the costs below are filtered by certain category and generally represent the general admission or standing room only price to attend the action. So basically, you're in the game. You're not getting good seats, but the price to just get in. Okay. This doesn't include parking and all that. This does not include parking. This is just a ticket. So Cardinals home opener, Thursday, March 30th versus Toronto. It'll cost you 93 bucks to get in. 93 bucks for a ticket to get in for the home opener. I think they went onto the secondary market to go look for tickets, like your stub hubs and mm. stuff. Uh, their rivalry series, which is uh, the Cubs, July 27th through Sunday, July 30th, 30 to 55 bucks, depending on the game. The priciest game of the season, they're saying, is July 1st against the Yankees. Aside from the home opener, that'll cost you 82 bucks. The cheapest series, if you want to go to a Cardinals game on the cheap, the cheapest series to buy tickets for, April 17th through April 19th against the Diamondbacks, 5 to $10, depending on the game. Dang. That's it? Oh, that's wonderful. My mother will probably be Diamondbacks. She does, like, Ooh. all the math and figures out what the cheap ones are, and the, she goes That to would the, be the cheapest series. She goes to the day games of that. But she also likes seeing Cubs series as well. Uh, St. Louis City, uh, SC, St. Louis City SC, soccer, home opener, Saturday, cost you 310 bucks to get in. Dang. 310. That's sold out. So we're talking secondary market. Rivalry game, uh, Saturday, May 20th, and Saturday, September 30th versus Sporting KC. The May 20th, 123. The September 30th, 179 for a ticket. The priciest game, otherwise, aside from the rivalry, will be against the LA Galaxy. June 10th. Yeah. That'll be 123 bucks. That that's a that's a big one. You said the KC one was was when we got a home match against KC. May 20th and September 30th. That'll be cool and I bet you we are gonna win. We're bringing that win. Uh the cheapest game for St. Louis City SC will be the 21st, which is a Wednesday against Real Salt Lake. That'll be 67 bucks. That'll be a good match. Home opener tickets for the Battlehawks March 12th, Sunday against the Renegades, 93 bucks to get in. The rivalry game against the Vipers, April 8th, 42 bucks. The priciest game otherwise against the Defenders on March 18th will be 42 bucks. The cheapest game for the Battlehawks, April 16th versus the Sea Dragons and Sunday versus the Guardians, about 30 bucks a ticket. And for the Blues, their next game, home, March 9th, Sharks, $28.70. The priciest game will be against the Bruins, April 2nd, 65 bucks. Otherwise, well, the cheapest game would be the uh, the game against the Wild Wednesday, March fifteenth. Will be eighteen bucks to get in. I go. That's just to get in. Cheap seats, standing room only. Mm-hmm. Secondary market. 
Well, excitement, <clears throat> excitement, um, you know, home openers ever and capacity play a big role. Well, 310 for a ticket for Yeah, it probably won't be like Saturday. that in two, three seasons. I'm not saying that the excitement is going to die down. Just saying like the premiums. Oh, yeah. On the second Yeah, tickets markets. will come down. But this, it's a big to-do Yeah, Saturday. man, it's exciting. Only only thing I'm worried about is uh, the parking. Uh, which yeah. I, which I feel like will be good because you know what you know why I think it'll be it's gonna be okay is because not everybody's going down there forty five minutes for forty five minutes for a baseball game is when the probably the biggest flux happens right I got a feeling people are gonna be spilling in over the course of six hours to yeah, get there's this a match. Big, it's gonna be right. getting out there's a big pep uh, pep rally so what time's the game start oh man seven ten maybe. Uh, let me see here. Uh, there's a pep rally, uh, soccer pep rally, St. Louis Union Station, Saturday, March 4th, 4 to 7. Ooh. Followed by St. Louis City SC match live stream. Let's see. When does the game start? Celebrate St. Louis SC's first home game at a pep rally on Saturday, March 4th from 4 to 7 on the uh, Purina Performance Plaza at St. Louis Union Station. Music, live entertainment, soccer-themed giveaways. 7.30. And there are no, no tickets, no worries. A live stream of St. Louis City SE will continue the excitement in the plaza at 7 p.m. Oh, so I guess there'll be some screens out there showing the game. Yeah, fun. oh, dude, there's going to be thousands upon thousands outside the stadium for the game. Well, that's what I mean. Everybody's, everybody's going to converge, but it's going to happen over the course of many hours because there's so many of the, of the rallies, and then, uh, you know, each supporter group has their home base, and they're going to march well, in Well, you know what there. I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you guys about it on Monday. <laughs> tell you all about it. All right, today is uh, March the uh, March the 2nd, back in the day, 61 years ago, 1962. Will Chamberlain set the single-game NBA scoring record when he scored 100 points against the New York Knicks. And I always think of that. It's a very Nobody's ever beaten that record, 100 points in a game. And all I'm thinking about is Wilt's teammates going, hey, pass me the ball. Oh, going to score again. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're not passing today, Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open. I guess, okay, fine. Because he's going to take it himself. You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, he had 100 points, zero assists. And didn't they lose that? I don't, I don't know. Did he have zero assists? How many, how many I don't assists? know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. the greatest part that everyone leaves out. Yeah, Wilt Ball Hog Chamberlain. Hang on. I got I to gotta find <laughs> out. What, what, <laughs> what was the date? What was the date? Uh, March 2nd, 1962. Uh, 40 years ago today, 1983, CD players and discs were released for the first time in the U.S. 39 years ago, 1984, This is Spinal Tap opened in theaters. 37 years ago, 1986, Metallica released, uh, released their third record, Master of Puppets. 24 years ago, 1999, Dusty Springfield dies of cancer at the age of 59, just 11 days before her induction into the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, did you did you say the 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 total by the way? Philadelphia Warriors one sixty nine, New York Knicks one forty seven. Wilt Chamberlain one hundred points. Wow. <laughs> Assists two. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> two. Yeah, two Thanks, Wilt. That's pretty awesome. By the way, Guy Rogers. Somebody talk about him because he was passing Wilt the ball twenty assists. Yeah. <gasps> Thank you, Guy. <laughs> Uh, 14 years ago today in 2009, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon premieres on NBC. Nine years ago, 2014, Ellen DeGeneres hosts the 86th uh, Academy Awards. She set that new Twitter record for the, remember the epic selfie? Yes. It's uh, since been retweeted over 2.9 million times. And three years ago today in 2020, inside the actor, studio producer, writer, and host, James Lipton dies at the age of 93. 
And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Real quick, he, he set eight records in that one game, including most free throws in a game with 28. Isn't that wild? Wow. That's wild. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Super Bowl was on the 12th. Oh. Not the 5th. Well, that's not a detail we wanted to hear. <laughs> Crap Thank is- you, Andrew. And you're you're right. Yeah, it was it was a yeah, it was a late Super Bowl this year. Dang. Uh well then that sets us back a bit. Yes, it does. Crap brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com 636-600-0188. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber canceled the entirety of his Justice World Tour. This includes Europe. I think you have a button for that, by the way. Cancel. There it is. This includes Europe, official. Australia, and even the dates in the U.S. that were previously postponed to 2024. As of yesterday, no explanation from Justin or his reps. His website is completely wiped of all tour dates. If you check out Ticketmaster, all dates say... All dates say... Cancel. That's exactly what happens. Your computer just yells at you. Yep. Last year when he postponed the tour dates, he said it was because of, uh, he needed rest and to make his health a priority. Uh, but at that time, he was recovering from that Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which had paralyzed uh, half of his face, if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, so no word. I'm sure we'll find out something in the next couple of days, but canceled. It, there hasn't really been many pictures of him out and about, huh? Not really. No, I think he's just chilling. All the attention's been on his wife lately. There's a well, lot of... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Well, and he wound up selling his catalog, right? Sold his catalog. Yeah. Man, he's probably just like, hey, I just cashed a check for $200 million yeah, or whatever the heck it anything. is. Maybe I'll just sit here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relax. I'm going to go play pickleball. I hear it's hot right <laughs> now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? Good for you. I'm oh, 20-something. I'm reti- what, how was he, 29? 29. Who knows? Yeah, Th- he's think- at the retirement, retirement age. Yeah. <laughs> think about everybody around him, though. All the, um, oh, I forgot the kid's name. But, uh, you know, big, big singer, real cute, and all that uh, high-profile relationships. He was like, Harry? I, I don't want to tour. No, 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 but another one of those guys. It's like, I-, I don't feel like touring. He canceled all his stuff. Everybody's canceling all their tours. And he's like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Am I going to go work out there? I just cashed this check. Uh, so you may not remember, or maybe you guys remember me mentioning this, I and mean, maybe you don't, but M- M- uh, Matthew McConaughey hey, 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 is providing the voice of Elvis in an upcoming animated comedy series called Agent Elvis. Remember when I was yeah. telling you about this? So the show has Elvis becoming a secret government spy and fighting evil. It sounds actually, it, it, at first when I mentioned it, it sounded ridiculous. Yeah, but I saw the, the trailer for it. Sounds kind of cool. Looks, it looks cool. Is yeah. this an adult cartoon or a kid it cartoon? It looks like an adult it's, cartoon. It looks like an adult. Uh, Priscilla Presley is actually uh, helping develop it. Uh, yesterday it was announced that she's actually playing herself. The cast also includes Caitlin Olson, Johnny Knoxville, Niecy Nash, Tom Kenny, and, oh, Don, and yeah. Don Cheadle. You had me at Don Cheadle. Agent Elvis. I think this is probably an adult. Yeah, sounds like it. Cartoon. It's a Netflix thing. It happens on uh, March 17th, so that's just around around the corner. I'll check it out. Yeah, I will too. <clears throat> Rolling Stone ranked Shaka Khan as their number 29 greatest singer of all time. I love this. The story, I was like, oh, you know, this isn't a big deal. And then I read some of the quotes. <laughs> uh, Shaka really didn't care. During an interview, uh, she said, quote, I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about. So obviously does this doesn't mean a great deal to me. These people don't quantify or validate uh, me in any way. However, Shaka wanted to know who else made the list. Once she found out some of the rankings, she went in and she went in hard. Oh, this is the this one where Celine Dion didn't make the list, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah, the one we were talking about. List. And we were destroying it as well. And I'm not sure we have ever agreed with the Rolling Stone list. We'll, we'll, we'll get one or two and then we go, oh, this is ridiculous. And then we feel offended. 
She was definitely offended. I only agree with a Rolling Stone list if everything goes my way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. And, and the crazy thing is, she didn't care about where she ranked necessarily. But when she started hearing some of the other, uh, these other names, get this. So uh, Aretha Franklin being number one. Shaka said, as she effing should be. Then they said, how about Mariah Carey ranking as number five? And Shaka replied, that must be Paola or some S like that. Oh, oh, man. Adele at 22. Shaka said, okay, I quit. Uh, <laughs> savage. The biggest diss came against Mary J. Blige being ranked ahead of her at 25. Shaka said, they are blind as mother effing bat. <laughs> <laughs> they need hearing aids. These must be the children of Helen Keller. That's what she said. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> savage. So she... Ripped him. Shocking Ripped him. Like, she nice. belongs on the Rizzuto show, for sure. Right? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, I want her to weigh in on every Rolling Stone list from here on out. The respect Everything. grows, man. Singers, movies, I want to hear it from her. Uh, Cardi B and Offset's McDonald's meal is not welcomed by everybody. You know that whole um, participating locations only? Yes. You always hear that? That whole Mitch Hedberg joke? Um, reports say that McDonald's franchise owners are worried about being associated with a high-profile couple. Uh, Business Insider said that um, some owners are objecting to Cardi and off, uh, uh, Offset's lyrics and refuse to promote the meal at their locations. Uh, apparently, it's like enough to be worrisome for McDonald's. Read into what franchisees, you know, they don't have to do. They have to follow certain rules, but they don't have to do promotions if they don't want to. Coming yeah. down from corporate. That's fair. A statement from McDonald's corporate uh, head of marketing said, uh, across our marketing, we're focusing on putting McDonald's at the center of culture. Artist collabs have helped reignite fans' love for our food and fueled significant business momentum, both for the company and our restaurant owners and operators. Mickey D's has previously collaborated with BTS, Travis Scott, and Mariah Carey on combo meals. I mean, Cardi B is not the most family-friendly artist out it's there. It's not a happy meal you're ordering, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point, but... Um, yeah, but to have her name associated with... I mean, I, I could... Okay. I, mean, I guess I can understand why somebody wouldn't... I mean, that, that WAP song, you know... Yeah, right, When you know what WAP stands for. Which was like right around the time they did this deal or started brokering this deal, right, for McDonald's? I mean, the unedited version of that is is probably one of the more filled. I had to take a shower after. Warm (laughs) apple pie. McDonald's has really good warm apple pie. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) WAP, WAP, WAP. Oh, man. I'm uncomfortable. The smirk smirk on your face when you said that. Uh, Warm apple pie, of course. A, uh, a, str- a, 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 a that really stopped me. <laughs> a Stranger Things stage play is coming to London later <laughs> this year. It's called Stranger Things: The First Shadow, and it's based on a story from the series creators, the Duffer Brothers, and one of its writers. It takes place in 1959 in Hawkins, and will include younger versions of Jim Hopper, Bob Newby, which oh, is the Sean yeah. Astin uh, character, and Joyce Maldonado. That's one of the writers. Uh, Henry Creel, who eventually becomes the evil Vecna, has also moved into town with his family. So uh, that's like a, 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 maybe, well, maybe somewhat of a spoiler. storyline because, you know, the, the, the town of Hawkins, you know, everybody knew each other. So what are the what are the backstories of the characters? That's what they're doing. It's a stage play of the backstories. Uh, this new story promises to take you to the beginning of Stranger Things and, quote, may hold the key to the end. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, the NYPD wants to talk to Travis Scott uh, after he allegedly punched punched a guy at a, at a at a club in I guess this is in New York yeah, called New York. Club Nebula. According to T- TMZ, Travis took over the music and got upset when somebody turned the volume down during his set. 
Travis allegedly punched a sound engineer, caused 12 grand That's in damage to a speaker and a video him. screen, and then fleed the club. Scott's attorney called the whole thing, quote, a misunderstanding being blown out of proportion by clickbait and misinformation. I mean, so somebody turned down his playlist and he punched somebody? Seems justified to me. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, the video, there's actually some videos of it. We'll put them up on the blog for you. A uh, kiss with Gene Simmons from Kiss announced the final dates of their end of the road tour. Are they covering Boys to Men? Like, I it? believe their final song will be this. Give me something. Uh, we belong together. Everyone is swaying right now. And you love that I'm <laughs> This is Gene. Kicks off in October. That's right, in Texas, and ends with back-to-back shows at Madison Square Garden in New York City on December 1st and 2nd. The band says Kiss was born in New York City on 23rd Street half a century ago. It'll be a privilege and an honor to finish touring at Madison Square Garden 10 blocks and 50 years from where we first started. That's pretty neat. It is neat if they actually make this the last tour. I yeah. think that's this is like their fifteenth final tour. <laughs> Pretty dope. I think this will be it. Uh, At what wh- point is it the boy who cried wolf? I, I, I you know what? I believe in this time. Well, just so you know, they did. They did say, <laughs> yeah, they did say that they would be willing to do off shows, festivals, and even a Las Vegas residency. Well, not a full the, tour, but not, not a full tour. tour. Okay, but not, yeah, supposedly this is the last tour, mm-hmm. end of the road tour. Uh, Adam Sandler will receive the inaugural King of Comedy Award at the 2023 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, and I think that's your favorite, Riz. Yeah, because the kids get to choose. That's yeah, it's their choice. That's, that's a good. That's a good award show. I respect it, that. It's set to like air. my two favorite award shows are the People's Choice because we the people get to choose, <laughs> and the Kids' Choice because the kids get to choose. And, and they're, they're slime. And they're people too. And they are people. Uh, the uh, the the things airs on Saturday, uh, six p.m. <laughs> our time. Uh, the show is going to be broadcast from Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles for the first time. Quote, I've had so many great times at this fantastic awards extravaganza, and I'll always be excited to hang out with the kiddies. Mm. Uh, Sandler said in a statement, love to all. At the end of the whole thing, they're going to do a screening of his first movie, Going Overboard. No I'm way. just kidding. It's total trash. Oh. It's like one of the worst movies ever Yeah, made. I, I remember buying it. <laughs> I was went, like, no oh, way. cool. And I watched like, I don't know that movie. You have oh. never seen his first movie? No. If you call yourself a Sandler fan, you have to endure it. Well, I, mean, I, do, I can, do call myself a Sandler it, fan. You can start it. I know about this. It's, I have the DVD and I've watched about two minutes of it probably. It's and such I a piece of crap. Is it horrendous? It's such a piece of crap. Is it production value? Is it? Yes, everything. It's everything. It's his, I mean, he's trying to find... You know him. Even the movie poster is very. It's not good. Oh, well, it's, it's like, like bad Photoshop. Uh, imagine Billy Madison if it were produced and directed by a nine-year-old. Uh, Billy Zane's in it. Your buddy Billy Zane. He's trying to help you out. But yeah, I just remember it was one of those where you go to Walmart and it had the dollar DVD bins or something. It was one of those really cheap DVD bins. So I was like, yeah. sweet. Dude, you got to watch it. You got everybody watch is it. Is this before he got on SNL? Yeah, right around the beginning. It was 89. It got a 1.8 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a negative on, okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score. Audience score. On Rotten Tomatoes is 11%. Audience. <laughs> and that's only because the name Sandler's on it. 11%. I bet you that 11% didn't even finish it, and they said, well, this is pretty bad, but I'll just give it a 10. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame he never got to do anything else after that movie. <laughs> Ruined his career. Yeah, totally wrecked. <laughs> it is hopeful. 
it is hopeful. Oh, if man, you, it's if huge. you bomb or you make a bad record or something, like just just think about going overboard. I mean, I mean, don't think about going overboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodness, I gotta watch Whoa. my words. Uh, cheers to the reunion of one of TV's most hilariously contemptuous couples. Paramount Plus confirmed on Wednesday that Kelsey Grammer and is it BB? Oh, Bebe. Bebe Newworth. Newworth will reteam for its upcoming Frasier revival. Now, I was a you know a kid with Cheers, but I remember this couple being the funniest couple on that whole show. Uh, the pair were first seen on screen together. She as, was all stuck up. Yeah. Sparring psychiatrist on NBC's Cheers starting in 1986 when Newworth joined as Lilith Sternet. Lilith? He was well, always yeah, saying that name so sharp. And then Lilith would come in and she'd be all you know prim and proper and you know th- think she's above. Yeah. And t- totally changed the tone of everything. Perfect character. Great character. Perfect. Amid an endless back and forth of barbed comments, Lilith eventually married Grammer's Fraser Crane, and they welcomed son Frederick late in the show. When Cheers ended in 93, the Cranes had divorced, and Grammer's character moved from Boston to Seattle as part of the setup for Grammer's spinoff, uh, Frasier. So I didn't know that part of the story, because I've never seen Frasier. Uh, now the revival sees Frasier returning to Boston and reuniting with Lilith at their now-grown son's birthday party. And it all kind of starts over again. That'll be good. It will be good. Quick news on the blog. Keith Urban, Little Big Town, Tim McGraw, and Lil Nas X are headlining the 2023 NCAA March Madness Music Festival. Uh, There's also going to be performances from Mickey Guyton. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. And uh, Maggie Rogers. The free ticketed three-day event takes place March 31st to April 2nd in Houston. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been asked to vacate their British residence, Frogmore, uh, because King Charles is giving the home to Prince Andrew. Uh, Ouch. Well, when you you know you write a book kind of trashing your whole family and then expect to be put up. Right, but I'm just saying, like, that's an well, Prince Andrew. Is that's yeah, a, that's a, a funny thing. Interesting timing, because you know. But at least Prince Andrew never trashed the family. Never at went against least the that. family. Yeah, wow. Never went against the family. At least he had that wow. integrity. I mean, interesting move, right? <laughs> just went to the island. And last but not least, Buzz, uh, Buzzfeed <laughs> put together a list of celebrities who have shared their experiences with ghosts. For all you non-believers, and I have the highlights of the top ten. You guys know of any celebrities that have famous ghost stories? Uh, no. Nope. There's a couple that you might recognize. Number 10 is Selena Gomez. She used a ghost hunting app and found one who is telling her the names of people in her life. Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> she might want to stay on that button. Number 9 is Demi Lovato. When she was growing up, there was a ghost of a little girl living in her room that she played with and talked to. Get the f*** out of here. Number 8, <laughs> Ariana Grande. She encountered a demon at Stull Cemetery in Kansas. Get the f- out of here, man. Cher said, Cher said she loves ghosts, and the ghost of Sonny Bono plays tricks on her. Got it here. What? Kate Hudson. by her. Uh, she said that she and her mom, Goldie Hawn, can feel spirits. Get the f*** out of here. Helena Bonham Carter said that she communicated with Princess Margaret through a medium before portraying her on The Crown. Get the f*** out of here. Oh, man, that's a good one. <laughs> Megan Mullally said that the ghost of Nicole Brown Simpson would make noises but stopped after Nick Offerman watched The People vs. O.J., uh, American Crime Story. They were living on the property of a house that O.J. had rented for Nicole at the time. Get the f*** out of here. Megan Fox. <laughs> she and her kids' nannies, her uh, nanny, heard ghosts bringing in their room service breakfast while at a hotel in Mexico. I actually believe that one. Okay, and uh, Ke- Keanu Reeves, <laughs> number two, when he was little, he and his nanny saw a jacket wave through a doorway without a body. Get the f*** out of here. And number one is Lily Collins. 
She said that she was visited by Ted Bundy's victims while filming Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Get the f*** out of here. And that's your crap on celebrities. Okay. <laughs> uh, celebrities <laughs> celebrating a birthday today. Uh, Tua uh, Tagovailoa. I got it. I got it. Say again. Tua Tagovailoa. Say again. He is the uh, next comments the bill. Dolphins. Uh, he's 25. Uh, country singer Luke Combs is 33. So he won a Super Bowl ring with the New Orleans Saints. Luke then Combs? lost his Heisman Trophy for cheating and breaking the NCAA rules. And then he lost Kim Kardashian, quite possibly for cheating on her. Reggie Bush is 38. Robert Eiler, who uh, played AJ in The Sopranos, is 38. Ben Roethlisberger, former Steelers quarterback, is 41. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Ron Howard's Ron daughter. Ron Howard's daughter. Redhead. Director, actress, producer. Yep, she is uh, 42. Uh, the one who played pleasantly oh. plump Amy in, oh. uh, in uh, Pitch Perfect, Rebel Wilson. I thought, I thought you were going to say Bryce Dallas Howard's biggest role. The lady in The Lady in the Water. <laughs> Oh, she was late in the morning. Yeah, she was yeah. awesome. Though. We're not allowed to call uh, Rebel Wilson Fat Amy anymore, right? From Pitch Perfect. Is that, what, is that what her name was? She was Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect. I've never seen, I haven't seen the movie. I, I, I've, you would like them. Yeah, I've heard great things. My daughters, my wife, everybody's like, you got to watch that. I, w- I begrudgingly watched the first one. Yeah. And in a huff. It's uh, one and of those you loved it. It's one of those where you're like, okay, the notebook's good. Everybody, okay, Pitch Perfect. Everybody good. Want, wanted to watch it, and I go, I'm not going to like it. I'll watch it, <laughs> and I liked it. How much? How many? Uh, or how much of it is centered around Adam Devine? Because I know he's in those. He plays. It. Well, he's it's got not a, a decent it's role. Got a decent role. It's see, that's what makes it palatable. That's okay. I can uh, see Chris wow, Martin from Coldplay is forty-six. No, he's awesome. Uh, David Faustino. Is it, is, it, is it that movie about a bunch of gals and then he names one guy? <laughs> well, you have someone thing that makes yeah, it. Palatable. It has a funny person in it. Oh, okay. oh, oh golly, oh. man. Oh. Uh, David Faustino played Bud Bundy in American Children is 49. Daniel Craig, he is James Bond. Not anymore. Two first names. You know, he uh, he held on to the James Bond role longer than anybody. And now really? Yeah. He's, uh, Daniel Craig is 55. John Bon Jovi is 61. And part of the original cast of SNL, Lorraine Newman, is 71. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Trixie Tyler. And today's birthday girl has been in 159 fine films, including The Adventures of Butt Woman, America's Raunchiest Home Videos 5, Autobiography of a Whip, okay? Backdoor to Russia 1, 2, and 3, Cries from the Dungeon, Girls, 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 The Hills Have Thighs, <laughs> and a movie called Ripe and Ready, and who could forget a role in 1991's My 500-Pound Vibrator? <laughs> what? There's only so much vibration. I just report on the titles. One can handle. I don't make the movies. Uh, Trixie Tyler is 55 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we will give away some Guns N' Roses tickets. Guns N' Roses, Saturday night, September 9th, Bush Stadium. We are playing the real celebrity name game. It's Live versus Moon. So we need a team Live and we need a team Moon. So each one of you, each one of you, I uh, will give them uh, 10, 10 names, 10 real celebrity names. Wow, you got 20 of them? So we, we, we each get each 10. Each get 10. Whoa. Each get 10. I will say the name, and I'll give you four choices. Oh, okay. And whoever gets the most right wins. Okay. Some of them maybe you know. Others, are very surprised. Hmm. Okay. So each get 10. Whoever gets the most right 
your teammate on the phone will win. The Real Celebrity Name Game is next. So at Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated. Go to the showroom. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios, and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chessful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, weirdos, it's King Scott, and I want to talk about Victory Men's Health and how they've helped me through the years. They've stayed by my side and have got my life back on track, and they will do the same for you. They will stay by your side, and they will help you. So if you have erectile dysfunction, adult acne, male pattern baldness, or you're struggling just for energy, or you want preventative care, or something new from Victory Men's Health that's a complete game changer in weight loss, and it's called some and Victory Men's Health is offering this medication. And, and patients who use this, they lose up to 15% of their body weight. So if you're interested, go to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations throughout St. Louis. They're open five days a week. It's very easy to get in there. Go to Victory Men's Health. Be you again. That's VictoryMensHealth.com. Hello, Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck. Got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA Family on Small Business of the Year. Uh, all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems. Boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows. But they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a highway slab. I knew of their expertise with basements and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling. Because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous. It was ugly. It was bad. It was a safety hazard. But Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and pier. So it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com. Hi, this is Brain Shen and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. We have 
some uh, Guns N' Roses tickets to give away. Gonna do Craigslist Freak of the Week in just a little bit. With this game, it's Live versus Moon. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- and today's contest is sponsored by T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Wentzville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. So this is the real celebrity name game. <laughs> so you each get uh, ten names, ten names each. Whoever gets the most right, their respective teammates on the phone will win. So I will give you a celebrity's real name, and you have to tell me who it is. I'll give you multiple choice. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be, it'd be some of these names way too difficult. Okay. Some you may know, like, oh, my, I know that is. Okay, for example, practice. I'll give you one live and one moon. Live, who is uh, Belcalis Al Manzar? Is that Cardi B? Is that Doja Cat, Pink, or Olivia Wilde? Belcalis Al Manzar. Olivia Wilde. Nope. Hmm. That is Cardi B. Duh. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Moon, who is John Roger Stevens? Is that Jay-Z, Rick Ross, John Mayer, or John Legend? John Roger Stevens. John Legend. Hey, ladies. All you uh, musicians just know each other. That counts. not uh, fair. That counts. We got six lines here. Uh, Liv, pick a line. One through six. Four. Four. That is Sean in Moscow Mill. Sean? Yep. You are Team Live, okay? Hang on. Uh, Moon, pick a line. My stepson's favorite number is two. We're going with two. Jenna, you are Team Moon. Yes, crush it, Moon. All right, I'm no. here. I'll I'm let here you guys for pick it. one more each. Oh, well, heck. Number one. One. Randy, you are Team Live. Great. Suck it, Moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Is this my father-in-law? All right, hang on. <laughs> And uh, Moon, pick a line. Uh, number three. Uh, three, that is Kelly. Hello. Hello. Team Let's Moon. Let's do this, Moon. All right. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so we got Jenna. That may be my father-in-law. <laughs> uh, Jenna and Kelly, Team Moon, and Sean. I'm trying to keep track here. And uh, Sean and Randy for live. Yes, Sean and Randy. Scott, I need you to pay attention here, okay? Whatever. I need okay, you to be Sean a scorekeeper. We can do that. Here we go. We'll start with Liv. Who is Peter Hernandez? Is that Flo Rida, Bruno Mars, Ludacris, or Bad Bunny? I'm going to go with Bruno Mars. Yes. No. Bummer. Moon, who is Aubrey Graham? Is that Drake, LL Cool J, Busta Rhymes, or Dr. Dre? Aubrey Graham. Oh, man. I want to say, give me the list again. Drake, LL Cool J, Busta Rhymes, or Dr. Dre? I want to say that's either Drake or LL. Um, I'm going to say LL Cool J. Liv? I knew that one. It's Drake. Drake. Fart. (laughs) I was a Degrassi kid. Well, I was not. I don't even know what that is. That's how we got to start. He was acting in Degrassi. He was the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, he got the school shooting scene. I don't know uh, anything uh, of what you're saying. I, I don't. I never saw the show, mm-hmm. but I know of the character. When uh, was this on? Was I on the road? Nineties. Mid two thousands. Oh, mid Because it was like right in the pocket for oh, okay. me. Okay, I, I had to be on the road. I was like, I've never heard of this. All right, Liv. Who is Montero Hill? Is that Machine Gun Kelly, Lil Nas X, J Cole, or Kendrick Lamar? Montero Hill. Uh, let's go with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Little Nas X. Little Nas X. That was a gimme. That was my first guess. Gimme, gimme, gimme. 
Moon, who is Catherine Hudson? Is that Katy Perry, Queen Latifah, Adele, or Lizzo? Catherine Hudson. Uh, one more time. Katy Perry, Queen Latifah, Adele, or Lizzo? Katy Perry. Yeah! It's going to be offended if you didn't get that Score one. update. What do you mean? Uh, two and two. <sighs> Tie. No, no. Yeah, I think I'm. It's, I think it's three to two. I'm winning. No, no. Moon got one wrong. It's yeah, one to one. one my my score is one to one. I think yeah. one to one. The same as I mean, two to two is the same. So let's just give Scott, us two. Scott, it's one to one. Make us feel better. One to one because <laughs> yeah. she got her first one. Was that the practice one? Oh yeah, the practice ones. The, the practice ones didn't count. What Jesus they do Christ. for us? <laughs> two to two. That, all right, I wrote this down. <laughs> I don't know. Scott, I've only br- gotten all right. Uh, all right. Bruno Mars. You got Bruno Mars, <laughs> and you got. Katy Perry. You got Drake wrong, Moon, and you yeah. got Lil Nas X Yeah, wrong. I didn't get to steal. It's one to one okay, okay, from okay. Scott. One to one. Oh, I thought you got the steal. Okay. There's no, no there's stealing. No stealing. Right, there's no stealing. This is my favorite part. No stealing. Part. <laughs> when I, my head explodes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. All right, Back Liv, on track. who is Netta Lee Hirschlag? Netta Lee Hirschlag. Is that Nene Leakes, Nicki Minaj, Drew Barrymore, or Natalie Portman? Netta Lee Hirschlag. What was the third, the last one? Natalie Portman. Let's go with Natalie. Dang. Yes. I knew that. That is correct. Dang. Moon, who is Eric Marlin Bishop? Is that Snoop Dogg, Vince Vaughn, Jamie Foxx, or Michael J. Fox? Eric Marlin Bishop. I don't know. Snoop Dogg. That is. Jamie Foxx. Dang it. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is something with a C, right? Christopher? Marlon Bishop. Liv, who is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata? Lady Gaga. Yes. Well, you may get a gimme too. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Moon, who is Shelton Lee? Is that Spike Lee, John Hamm, Blake Shelton, or Lee Majors? Shelton Lee. Spike Lee, John Hamm, Blake Shelton, or Lee Majors? Lee Majors. That is Spike Lee. <laughs> Liv, who is Karen Johnson? God. Amy Poehler, Whoopi Goldberg, Rachel Dratch, or Dakota Johnson? Whoopi Goldberg. That is Whoopi Goldberg. Whoa. <laughs> I, know, I know all the ones she's getting. Okay, Moon. <laughs> who is Reginald Kenneth Dwight? Reginald Dwight. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. I believe is that-, that is Elton John. Okay. Elton John, I'm going to give you the Dang. Quit Score update. It is four live, two moon. Yeah. Four live, two moon. Liv, who is Julie Ann Smith, Emma Stone, Julia Roberts, Anna Nicole Smith, or Julianne Moore? Julie Ann Smith, Emma Stone, Julia Roberts, Anna Nicole Smith, or Julianne Moore? Gosh, I feel like this could be a gotcha, so I'm just going to go with Emma Stone. It is Julianne Moore. Oh, see, I thought that was too easy. Yeah, that would have thrown me, man. All right, Moon. Who is Michael Douglas? Is that Michael Douglas? <laughs> Michael Keaton? Michael B. Jordan? Or David Spade? Michael Keaton. That is Michael Keaton. Dang. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Who is Maurice Joseph Micklewhite Jr.? Maurice Joseph Micklewhite Jr. Is that Christian Bale? Michael Caine, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or Aaron Eckhart? 
I have no idea. Um, Reese Joseph Micklewhite Jr. I'm going to go with Michael Kine. Dang it. Nice. I knew that one too. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moon. Who is Brian Warner? <sighs> Angus Young, Marilyn Manson, Brian Austin Green, or Rob Zombie? Marilyn Manson. You knew that one. I did. Yeah. That was another gimme. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah, gimme. Yeah, yeah. Score update. Five live, four moon. Getting close. Ooh, man. Coming back. Coming back, baby. Three more to go. Pressure's on here, Liv. Yeah, Rick Wicked. It's, it's yours to lose, really. Okay. All right, Liv, who is Mark Sinclair? Mark Sinclair. Is that Liam Neeson, Ryan Reynolds, Michael B. Jordan, or Vin Diesel? Mark Sinclair. What was the first one? Liam Neeson. I'll go with Liam Neeson. Oh, yes. Mm. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Ah. For the steal. There's <laughs> no steelsies. All right, Moon, who is Alicia Beth Moore? Cardi B, Pink, Taylor Swift, or Nicki Minaj? Alicia Beth Moore. Say the options. Cardi B, Pink. Pink. We got time. Damn you, you gave him the time. easy ones. Uh, you got easy ones too. <laughs> You're right. I've had a few. I've had a few recently. All right, Liv. And we got a tie score, right? Yep, 5 5. Uh-huh. Who is Terry Jean Bollea? Terry Jean Bollea. Is that Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, The Undertaker, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'm going to Terry Jean Bollea. Hulk Hogan. Dang it. Uh, this this one is a, is a gimme, and this I just oh, I, and thanks. Now now the pressure's really on. <laughs> this next one is a gimme. It, it, if you don't get this, just you're quit? gonna leave the studio like, for the day. <laughs> oh really? And these are, I randomized these by the way, so I, there's I no you. order. Who is Marshall Mathers? <laughs> Can I have the options, please? The Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> you know what? Snoop Dogg, Travis Scott. Or Eminem. Eminem. He uses it. That's not even a secret. Oh, man. My heart is beating at a rate, an uncomfortable rate. This is the final one. This is is the final one. Okay. Are we tied? Are we tied? Tied. Tied. 6-6. So yours to lose. (laughs) So far, Moon's had the most gimmies, I think. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, man. This is why I like King Scott. (laughs) Take my jacket. Okay, who is? Thomas... Mapather the fourth. <laughs> Thomas Mapather the fourth. Is that Chris Evans, Tom Cruise, Bradley Cooper, or Tom Hardy? Thomas Mapather the fourth. I haven't a clue, so I'm just going to say Tom Cruise. Shall we, Tom Cruise? Yes. Mapather, that's what they call somebody that makes maps. <laughs> All right, Moon. Yours to lose. Yours to you're lose. right. You're right. It is mine to lose. <laughs> Live up one. Come on, baby. Give me Gordon if not, Sumner. We'll go to the tiebreaker. Who is Carlos Irwin Estevez? Is that Carlos Santana, Emilio Estevez, Steve Irwin, or Charlie Sheen? Carlos Irwin. Estevez. I say 
Show me. Charlie Sheen. Damn it. Winner.com. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Charlie <laughs> Sheen. Man. It comes down to the tiebreaker. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, crud. I thought I won. <laughs> oh, no, no. no. Tie, right? yeah. Oh, seven, no. Seven. Thank it's you. It's tie seven to seven. Okay. Charlie Sheen. What is this? Is this a blurted out first? Do you get it? No, no. You're going to write your answers down. Oh, okay. oh I see. I'm going to first give you no options on this one. Okay. I'm going to first give you no options. And then if you both get it wrong, you will then get the options. Show me Gordon Sumner. Who is Daniel Lawrence Whitney? Daniel Lawrence Whitney. Daniel Lawrence Whitney. Whitney? <laughs> any, any, does do anybody know who that is? No. Um, if, I mean, it's a great name, though. I mean, it's worth just like taking a, a shot in the dark here, right? I mean, go for it. You I, I don't even know you, where wanna, you want to write down a name. So you, so sure. you have no answer here. You have no answer. I mean, I'm pulling it straight out of the air. As am I. Okay. Okay, Moon. Okay, I just put Daniel Craig. We will now go to the options. I said John Hamm. It is not John. Hamm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Daniel Lawrence Whitney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Larry David? Chris Rock, Larry the Cable Guy, or Dane Cook? What was Daniel the... Lawrence Whitney? Larry David, Chris Rock, Larry the Cable Guy, or Dane Cook? Oh my gosh, man! I've written down two, and I'm me gonna, too. I'm gonna eat me, mini, mighty, mo. Me too. I don't. I don't. I, I... I don't like. I don't know. I don't like this. <laughs> oh no! What do I do? I'm now, a, if, this I'm ends, a, I'm, if this ends in a tie, we'll have four winners. We'll have to beg for another pair of tickets. To the, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have four winners. Hey, you want to? You want to just? You want to? No. Uh, hey. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Does anyone have a coin? No. Does you're not have tanking a coin? this. Does anyone have a coin? You're not. What tanking if we're this? going back and forth between the same two? Should we just split it? Okay. I need an answer. Wait. I'm gonna. I gotta flip something. No. No flipping anything. Yes, I, just need, I need an answer. Moon. Oh, man. Daniel Lawrence Whitney. Who do you say? <laughs> Larry David, Chris Rock, Larry the Cable Guy, Dane Cook. I didn't feel. I, I, I don't feel. I don't feel good about this. Oh no! I want to change my answer now. I'm gonna say. Don't change your answer. Once I, I say have, it, I'm going to commit to whatever's written. Yeah, whatever. I will yeah, just show it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say the wrong answer. Give me the answer. <laughs> is, is Dane Cook. You say Dane Cook. I said Larry David. Oh, no. That was get my her other done. one. That was my other one. That was my other one. Is it the get her done, dude? I, it, was either, it was one of the Larrys for me. Give us the answer. But I know you Rick like is. Seinfeld so much, so I'm like, I'm going to go with Larry David. Give us the answer. It's Chris Rock. It's got. It's, it's, oh, it's man. It's, 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 it's amazing. I will say you're both wrong. Oh, oh sweet relief. <sighs> <laughs> Was it Larry the Cable Guy? Or Chris? Well, there's two left. I Larry. See, you can so see you I said, wrote Larry the Cable Guy. You said Larry and David, and you said Dan Cook. 
Wait a second. So you yeah, you, you scribbled you end. scribbled uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yes. Well, my third go to here was Chris Rock. Well, let's so just do that. You want to keep those? Yep. Deals, deal. Yep. I'm happy with whatever happens. Now. Well, of course you be are, because you have a backup with that guy. There's going to be a winner. <laughs> he, uh, Scott agrees with you. Well, yeah, so that's going to be a, yeah, a you winner. You say Chris Rock. I do. You say Larry the Cable yes. Guy. Get her done. The answer is. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. Thanks a lot, Scott. Sorry. Why don't you shut Woo. up and stay stay quiet over there? I, I was guessing. No, I just had to guessing. say get you her knew done. that. You knew it was that, or did you get was that a guess? It, well, you just no one's was. I wanted his catchphrase. I was just thinking, get her done. Daniel Lawrence Whitney is Lawrence the Cable Guy. I got the pit sweats from that. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Congratulations oh, to Sean and Randy. I'm sorry, ladies. Sean and Randy are the winners. I'm sorry, I let you down, ladies. They're going to Guns N' Roses. You're welcome, gentlemen. But you guys did very well. That was Thank great. You. That was fun. Very well. That was stressful. That was very stressful. There's a couple of guessers in there, but for the most part, I did not know any of those. Congratulations to both of you. Both you. winners. But there can only be one real winner, and that's Liv. Thank you. And one loser, that's Moon. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yes, thank you. Hey, uh, Moon, if you would, open up the chat room. Yeah, man. Riz Show chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Get on that uh, and that YouTube channel. The uh, associated chat room is where you will put your names, your name suggestions for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, which is next. Liv will be reading the three nominees. And you guys will vote for your favorite freak on Twitter, but uh, please get into the chat room. Send us your name. What's up, podcasters? Listen up. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center is the real deal for real deals since 1976. Let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs, just in time for spring break driving, let's make sure everything on the family trucks is working all right. Be sure to check out Dobbs' Money Saver March deals at go to Dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. think it may look like because that's what it and is. it's worse imagine what do you think it would look like and it's worse i'm trying to think how it stays closed they use belly buttons 
Oh, I mean, I'm going to give you that. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. Here's your one today. I'll, I'll take it. So, and this is from the New York Post. A jacket made of quote-unquote human flesh could be had for just 720 bucks. Gory and, and sick. And fashionistas are fawning over the custom-made gory garments. I'm sure. I guess you could order them online uh, through this eBay account called the Flesh Crafter. It takes about three weeks to make. The seller, who has not disclosed his real name, uh, says his coats are only made to resemble human flesh. Resemble mm. human flesh. Not actually that. the real thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy thing is, is this is this it or is this from a movie or something? Because it looks like it's made out of faces, so it has like eye holes. Whoa. You see what I'm saying? Oh, dude. I mean, these are probably one of the more, more creepy things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, 100%. If somebody actually had one of these... Um, this is a winner. Yeah, they're on a list, right? Oh, no, I just mean like ears the, and everything. Yeah, like uh, I'm, there's 15 ears on this person's back. Uh, if, you, if you wear this to a Halloween thing, you win. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, think about uh, this with the mask on. So the product description says human skin jacket made to order. Here's how it works. You send me a jacket that you know fits and feels right to you. Then I cover it in a replica of human skin and either deliver it to you or dispatch it to you. What? This is like a Silence of the Lambs thing. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. So each item is made from a unique silicone uh, latex laminate and tattoos and human nipples can be added to the heavy coats. <laughs> Dude, imagine. Nip it up. That one right there. Imagine having this mask with a skin jacket. I just want an all nipples jacket. Yeah. Give me all make sure, make sure you don't get the uh, all armpit jacket. That would smell terrible. I think all there was a serial killer that had a nipple belt. Nipples and ears. Just give me yeah, nipples and was ears. That like, uh, was it John Wayne Gracie? Gacy. Gacy? Who was the, the one uh, they said belt. was Leatherface? Serial killer. Who was that based off of? Ed Gein. Ed Gein. That was Ed Gein? Yep. Nipple belt. Man. The fact that I knew that is also sickening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, gross. You got you got to look at these things. No, don't look. <laughs> people are not people are not amused. People are not amused by this. Why? Because it wasn't during October. Uh, now, if this came out in October, nobody would care because it'd be like, oh, it's Halloween yeah. season. This is all normal. You guys have dead bodies and things like like realistic looking dead bodies in your front lawn as as decorations when kids are walking around trying to get baby. Well, boots. that's you know, different. That's a good kind of death. Um, <laughs> some people love them. So you see them as artsy, uh, you know, gory, sick, and that's a good thing to people. A true piece of artwork that I will enjoy for years to come. Life, lifelike and deathlike at the same time. Uh, in addition to flesh jackets, the crafter is also uh, selling death masks and a human nipple necklace. Uh huh. Ah, for the one, yeah. Nice. Somebody's birthday's coming up. <laughs> Your necklace is lactating. <laughs> Careful. What about a nipple necktie? A nipple necktie. Yeah. There you go. In the market. <laughs> there you go. That's out there for you. If you want it, you know, just go to eBay and look up a human flesh jacket. Ugh. Human skin jacket. You can put that in too, and it'll same things yep. come up. Okay. Apparently, there's a market for it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the Craigslist Freak of the Week. 
If you buy one of those things, you're definitely eligible for this contest. <laughs> for sure. All right, Liv is going to read you the three ads. Uh, you guys in the chat room will name them. You either uh, can name them through in the chat room or you can send us a social media message or uh, instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. So we'll name the uh, freaks, then you'll vote for your favorite freak via Twitter, and then tomorrow morning we'll have the winner for you. All right, Liv, ready to go? Ready. Here we go. Ad number one coming at you. Looking for a perfect partner slash competitor. Man for man, 47 years old, Brighton, England. I need somebody to thumb wrestle. I love the sport and am very passionate about it. I have different stage names for my left thumb, but the most famous that you may have heard about is El Chupa Thumbra. Mm -hmm. He has a little mustache and I paint a red and green leotard on him for events. I am mostly looking for left-handed partners to compete against and cheer on, but anyone with a caring and supportive demeanor in the grip of a teenage offshore drill hand is welcome. I like to do this with most of my clothes off so I can get sweaty and intimidating with my shiny chest out. I'd love to have a few rounds or tournaments lead into us wrestling with some other thumb-sized appendages, but that doesn't necessarily have to happen for me to feel like a champ. Just so you know, I also enjoy crocheting, shadow puppeteering, and speed snapping to keep my fingers loose. Men only, no women or kids. Simple as that. El Chupa Thumbra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world-famous thumb, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He paints uh, on. El Chupa Thumbra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, of course, it's got to get sexual at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Other thumb Craig's, appendages. Craigslist. Because <laughs> it can't just be a guy looking to thumb wrestle somebody. It's got to go another way. Thumb-sized appendages? I mean... Well, eh. it's cold out. <laughs> uh, also, I love the painting the red and green leotard on, on El Chupa Thumber for events. Oh, yeah. man, uh, I, I do want to see that. The <laughs> name just came across. It's so good. I would go to one of these events. <laughs> All right, names. Okay, we've got everything from Thumbelina to Thumba, Thumba and Louise, Justin Thumberlake. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a man for man. So, okay, so Royal Thumble, <laughs> the Thumble Taker. <laughs> uh, I think we got ourselves a winner. <laughs> and, and Thumb and Thumber. Oh, man. <laughs> thumb and Thumber. You like Thumb and Thumber? I mean, the thumb. I like them yeah, all. because they're looking the for another thumb to thumb around with. Yeah, you're probably right. Man, the Thumber Taker is the Thumber Taker was the one that made me laugh out loud. But Thumb and Thumber came. Thumb and Thumber. I mean, it really says what this is about. All right, you got me. Thumb and Thumber. Dude, if we say that word one more time, it's gonna lose all meaning to me. Thumb, 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 thumb. I mean, what a silly one, right? It is really a silly word. Thumb and Thumber. All right, on to number two, and here we go. Naked in the dumpster, man for man, 35 years old, Halifax. It was the most magical experience I've ever had. Walking up and down the back alleys, looking for something, anything to make me feel alive. And I noticed some old thrown out porn DVD covers in the dumpster of a local store. I couldn't believe my luck, but knew that with the clothes on my back being my only possessions in the world that I couldn't risk soiling them. I removed my exterior garments and jumped into the metal bin to begin digging for treasures of masturbatory nature. That's when I stood up and saw you there holding your trash bags. It was obvious that you weren't expecting expecting me as you took out the daily trash from your work. 
You were standing there looking perplexed yet intrigued, and there I was wearing nothing but sneakers, standing in your dumpster, joeing while holding placards of the dirtiest new <laughs> porn DVD releases. Oh, it was a sight to behold. Your eyes meet mine, and there was an awkward silence before you turned and walked the other way. I'm sure you felt the same thing I did. You were the store employee wearing the yellow shirt. I believe you were the manager. I was, of course, the naked 30-something with a few good teeth. Please respond <laughs> ASAP as my data on my phone expires in two days. Oh, I hope these two got together. Yeah, this sounds like a match. Okay. There I am, Joeing in the dumpster, and mm -hmm. you come to take out the trash, your eyes lock, and there were sparks. That is sweet. <sighs> yeah, what a sweet story. Yeah, you never know where you're going to find love. <laughs> <laughs> Joeing in the dumpster to old... Yeah. Porn DVD covers. Okay. That's a story you tell the grandkids. Oh, and those yeah. are thrown out? You just well, put maybe those it in was like a, a movie store type situation where they don't have like the actual covers. It's just like the store and it's covered oh, up. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, okay. Man for man. Uh, Moon? Uh, ben Stiller, B I N. You know, Pretty like good. Garbage mm -hmm. good. Trash Bandicoot. I think that's a uh, video game yes. uh, character. Trash Gordon. Uh, I like a. Uh, Forest dump. That's, that's that good. makes me think poop. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it does. Uh, I like yeah. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller yeah, is pretty good. Really. Ben Stiller, B I N. Ben. Ben Stiller, yeah, ben. I mean. Ben. 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 <laughs> All right. Ben. Trash Ben. <laughs> okay, Ben Stiller. That's a, that's a tougher one to name, really. Mm. Okay, Ben Stiller. Just a guy, Joe, in the dumpster. Okay. <laughs> And uh, finally, ad number three, here's Liv. To feel again, woman for anyone, 46 years old, Vancouver. I have been through a few marriages and I'm just ready to experience a fresh start. I'm ready to finally be me and get what I need. I want to be stapled. I love pain. Oh. I have been involved with the BDSM community in my area of the city for a while, but no one will put staples in me. Are you brave enough? I've done this to myself a few times and love the thrill. I need you to take this even further. I have a staple gun and some staples, so supplies are taken care of. We can do this at my place. Staple a couple posters and papers onto my back, ass, and legs. Oh. I'll provide drinks and food. Liquid, liquid courage is needed for both of us. Who knows? You might even get lucky if I get turned on enough. Let's get bloody and feel again. No clowns. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Convis. <laughs> oh, man. That's his thing. <laughs> now... Now, by no clowns, I mean actual clowns. <laughs> or just weird. Or know. just weird, you know, don't be clowning me. It's a mystery. Don't be clowning me. <laughs> uh, okay, so pretty straightforward. Use a staple gun and put staples in me and staple stuff to me. <laughs> <laughs> staple a couple posters and papers on my back, ass, and legs. So is it like a billboard or something? Is that what they're going for? <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. Yeah. And it's not even like a, a, a like a gentle office stapler. It's a staple gun. A staple gun. Ooh. Yeah. That's I, got some I have power a concert coming it. up. Can I staple yeah, some posters on it? <laughs> couple flyers under your onto your ass. Man. Have you walk around? What if Clownvis wants to come and staple his next show oh, advertisement? No clowns. <laughs> no clowns. All right, no clowns. All right. Names. Okay, a couple come through. Uh, Painty Schumer, uh, Swing Line, or Swing Line Sally. I think this one takes it, though, off of uh, Chris Stapleton. This is Chrissy Stapleton. Oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I like the name brand, though. That's pretty good. C-H. 
R-I-S-S-Y? Yeah, just Chris, Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy Stapleton. Okay, there are your three ads for the week. Uh, you will now uh, vote for your favorite freak on our Twitter page, at R-I-Z-Z Show. You got uh, Thumb and Thumber. Yeah, this is a guy who wants to thumb wrestle, and uh, he loves the sport, very passionate about it. And, of course, uh, your clothes are coming off. I mean, you can't forget about the most uh, famous thumb wrestle of them all, uh, uh, El right. Chupa Thumber. That's right. I forgot. He's also into <laughs> crocheting, shadow puppeteering, and uh, speed snapping to keep my fingers loose. Men only. No El women Chupa or kids. Thumber. All right. Ben Stiller was number two. Ben Stiller found himself naked in a uh, a dumpster behind a local store, and you came out and caught him holding a whole bunch of porn, and he wants to, you know, see if you're into meeting into up it. again. Yeah. <laughs> Made some kind, of, uh, some kind of connection. You just heard from Chrissy Stapleton. <laughs> All right, Liv, you got to endorse one of these. I know uh, your endorsement this, uh, can sway a lot of people. This is very difficult. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Ben Stiller. Man, that's why I'm leaning to. This is a man joeing in a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. He, he, this is a man that doesn't care about the grossness of the dumpster. Wait, I was looking at names. Was he actually joeing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, standing oh. in your dumpster, joeing placards. while holding placards of oh. the dirtiest new porn DVD releases. Oh. So, oh. so he, and he did it naked, so he doesn't have any care in the world about personal hygiene. Well, he, he's, he says he, he his only possessions are, are the clothes on right. his back. That's all he's got. That's all he's mm. got. So he's in there in the dumpster, joeing, and somehow... Yeah, broad daylight, maybe, I don't know. Thinks there was a connection made to the guy throwing out the trash. Yeah. So that's what you're going with, Ben yeah. Stiller? I'm going to go with Ben Stiller as well. Scott? Man, it is really tough because, uh, you know, stapling yourself doesn't sound <laughs> all that wise and it seems pretty freaky. I don't know, man. That was my second choice. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go. It's just weird. That's a weird place to get turned on is inside a trash heap. See, I'm going to see this a little differently because oh. I, I think this this guy, I mean, he's got some issues or whatever, <laughs> finding yourself in such a scenario. Mm. Uh, but maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was like, th- th- what I'm saying is this seems like it could be a one-off kind of thing. And if you want to be stapled, um, I think you're involved in some freakier stuff. Oh, man. And I, I understand think you're probably, you're you're probably right, a bigger freak. Because I've been, been drunk in a bin before, too. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. He may have that. been drunk. I'm just saying, like, this is a one-off hmm. thing where... where. But he wants... But he's... He thinks he made a connection with somebody. He took the time, even though he's got a very few minutes left on his data, left maybe on his phone. Maybe he's still he wanted drunk. to go to Craigslist and be like, "I gotta find this guy." Yeah, maybe he's still. Drunk. I don't. I, I just think. I think number three. All right, you're going Chrissy Stapleton. Chrissy Stapleton. Man, that's Scott. I'm, I'm gonna need an endorsement here. And All right, forget, I'm gonna go. I'll go with Moon on that because that is weird. And somebody's talking about how uh, in the chat room how Ben Stiller said he doesn't own anything. So like, you know, I don't know what's going on. I know what's going Man. on. Joeing in the dumpster. That's what's going That's what's happening. Yay. Got no other place to go. All right, so you got Thumb and Thumber, you got Ben Stiller, and you got Chrissy <laughs> Stapleton. Those are your three nominees for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. So please vote for your favorite freak via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. If you missed any of the ads, uh, wait till the podcast is posted, probably around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Go back, listen. Or if you have to listen again, maybe you missed a detail or two, want to make an informed decision, please do so. With the Riz Show podcast. All right, let's take a break. Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, well, quick break. We'll come back. We've got some news for you. Including a couple of local stories. Uh, Six Flags has announced a new roller coaster. Woo! A uh, man, a, a pretty 
well-known restaurant in the area has shut down. Oh, no. Yeah. And TikTok is going to start limiting kids on their uh, on their app. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tells there. Yeah, dude. This is Steve-O, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Woo-hoo! All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. We do have a guest coming in tomorrow. A comedian, Kansas City dude. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep going. I'm waiting for you. Keep going. Keep going. He's at Helium. Uh, he's a lovely guy. His name's Chris Porter. Yes, that's right. Chris Porter. Yeah, I tell you what, um, we got a bunch of emails and uh, social media messages like, hey, get this guy on the show. So he'll be here tomorrow. Fun. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some news. Uh, Have you ever heard of uh, the restaurant Vendicet? No. I really like that place. Man, they had, and I say had because uh, sad to say they're closing for good. Yeah, you told me about this this morning. That's a bummer. That, that's like a, that's a, it was like a perfect date place because it's French food, yeah. kind of fancy, but yet yeah. hip and cool. Great rooftop bar. Yeah, the, Ooh, if the weather's nice, rooftop. you have a you know a bottle of wine out there on the uh, on the rooftop bar. They had an Super awesome cool. rooftop, uh, and you could see the arch in the background. Well, the owners of. Vindicet say they're closing up permanently. There was a fire last September. Uh, Paul and Wendy Hamilton, who owned Vindicet, also said their place down below, PW Pizza and 21st Street Brewers Bar, which shared the address, also permanently closing. That's a bummer. It's cool because you walk in on the side of the building, you see that big, like, brick wall kind of pizza, old school pizza place. It was real nice and clean and cool. It smelled yeah, so PW good. Yeah, was good, too. Yeah, it smelled so good when you walk in. They take the elevator up, and it's a real nice dining, or was a real nice dining room. And With set. the old company, we had an event up there on the rooftop bar, on the rooftop. Yeah, my wife and I were there uh, not too long ago, either, and it was like lovely staff, good menu. Uh, the menu was fresh, and uh, you know, enough. It would change enough. It was good, good spot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a bummer, bummer to lose. restaurant close. Yeah. yeah, it's a bummer to lose a place like that in this city. Yeah, that was one of the more popular places. Um, I didn't know much about the fire. So so they'd started to repair the building after the fire, uh, but said after months of getting bids to rebuild, they just don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a fire started on the rooftop patio overnight, September 19th, and just destroyed the place. 
So the Hamilton said that the fire was caused by somebody smoking in a non-smoking area. And whoever it was put out their cigarettes in a hanging planter on the rooftop deck. And the fire spread from the planter over a couple hours, ultimately destroying the entire rooftop deck. If you remember, that was wood, like a wooden rooftop deck. Um, They said the fire itself was mostly contained to the rooftop there, but the water used to put it out pretty much damaged the whole place from the second floor down to the basement. Oh. What a bummer. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, My childhood home had to be destroyed because of that. There was a fire. It was in the attic, but it was the water damage. So it's like there's no coming back from that. no coming back from that. Dang, man. So Midasette opened back in 2006. The family also owns 1111 Mississippi. Oh, I didn't know that. That's also a pretty dope place. The funny thing about Midasette is like uh, that was French for the address, but I think it was actually wrong. Like, it wasn't the address. Like, Vendicette is like, I don't know, 17 or 27 or something, or whatever the heck. I mm. don't know. I don't know. I don't speak French. <laughs> um, but it was like slightly off of the different, oh, is different it? address. Yeah, it was some weird, fun, like, trivia with that. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know they owned 1111 Mississippi. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know they owned the pizza place underneath either. I didn't know that was the same. Same folks. Yeah, PW, uh, I'm, I'm assuming Paul and Wendy, because Paul and Wendy Hamilton. Oh, gotcha. That own the there place. There it is. So they also own Hamilton's uh, Urban Steakhouse and Winnie's Wine Bar in downtown. Well, maybe, and maybe and maybe they do uh, a different thing somewhere else. I hope so. It's good to see people. Well, 1111 is a good restaurant. I don't think I've ever been. I've had a couple uh, Where is great it? meals there. It's 1111 Mississippi. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, Six Flags announced a new ride to debut this summer. It's called the Rookie Racer. Ooh. It's described as a steel family coaster. It's for shorter people. <laughs> it's for short people and kids. The Rookie Racer. That so it sense. has the lowest minimum height restriction of any coaster in the park, 36 inches. So three feet. This is where? Uh, it's going to be, you know, location in the park. Yeah, like, wait, It's going to be right near, I saw that, um... Is it replacing something? No, it'll be located near the entrance to the boss. Man, Moon, you're going to have to give us a review. I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> Taller <laughs> people could ride, too. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so it That's holds really two funny. passengers each in eight, they call them Formula One-style coaster cars. So 16 passengers for each run. The track is, uh, 843 feet which includes an initial banked drop, a series of S-curves, and a 540-degree horizontal loop. It'll go 27 miles an hour. It's like a starter coaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like, it sounds like, it sounds like the Minecraft down a half step. Yeah. Silver Silverdome City has one of these as well, where it's like for kids, and yeah. it's still pretty fun. Six Flags is going to open April 1st. <gasps> April Yay! 1st. We need to I haven't go. been yet. Yeah, we need to go more this year. It is it is cool. It's it's one of the better parks in there in the... In the country, I would say. I would say. Really? Yeah, I mean. That's yeah. a big endorsement. Uh, it's, it's a good yeah, it's cool. It's because it's right here. Well, I mean, I grew up going there every summer, and then I went to a lot of parks around the nation, and some of them are exquisite. Like, we're not like a top 10 or nothing, but but we're probably not far behind that because some of them are a real letdown. Mm. Like, some some cities, their theme parks, you, you go and you're like, wait a second. This isn't even half as cool as Six Flags New England. It was great. Oh, they got Hurricane Harbor, too. I mean, so you got the water park. You got. You know, the the actual you know park with the coast and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. cool. And it's not far. Yeah, it's a good it's a good Six Flags. Cool, it is a good one. Um, yes, they open April first. Uh, they're also hiring, you know, for the summer applicants fourteen and older. You get an application at sixflagsjobs.com. I always thought it was one of the coolest uh, entry level teenager jobs. Yeah, like I know you're like you know you're dumping trash and you're 
you're you're abiding or you're you're making sure people are abiding by line rules or something like that. But what a cool gig! You get to ride around, yeah, have some awesome. funnel cakes, have lemon ices. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. Not working, but just going around I'm having not funnel that. cakes. I'm, I'm just well, saying the perks. There's perks, yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sure I'm, they get like free entry on their off days. Yeah, the perks. Want to hang? Imagine having you and your whole friend group, and you all you all get That'd a be job awesome. together. It would be awesome. Yeah, I just think that's a great. That's a great. King thing. Scott, go apply. I would love to. Awesome. Yeah, I had buddies that I had buddies that were on the maintenance and uh, or facilities, I guess, at the zoo, and there was like a whole group of them. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And they had a blast because they figure out how to get their job done very quickly and how to nice. make the rest of the day really fun. Yeah, <laughs> hang out by the rhino. Yeah, are they the ones letting that bear out? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, we buy a season pass every year. I know you did. You didn't yeah. last year though, right? Uh. I thought you skipped a year, and you can't. We met. I th- hmm. Do I know more I'm about always your life? of the. Well, my wife is always like, pays for itself after three visits, and I go twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get awesome. you. Awesome. <laughs> uh, here's every twelve-year-old's least favorite story of the week. Uh, TikTok just announced they will start limiting kids to one hour of viewing per day. <laughs> They're rolling it out over the next couple weeks, so anyone under eighteen cannot mindlessly scroll through videos for more than 60 minutes anymore. Wow. After the first hour, kids 12 and under won't be able to keep using it unless a parent or guardian punches in a code to extend viewing by 30 more minutes. Kids 13 and up can enter their own code, but they'll still get the alerts, so they'll have to actively choose to keep scrolling. It, it, it'll become the default for all under 18 accounts, not just new ones. Hmm. Parents will also be able to... Uh, be fed, be, be able to be fed more info about how much time their kids spend on there, and you'll be able to uh, customize your kids' limit for different days. Adults can opt into, and they'll get alerts for themselves if they want. TikTok says they're doing it because they care. Thanks, TikTok. That's so sweet. <laughs> but they might really just be doing it to get the feds off their back, which I think that's probably more. No, it. you know, in China, they do. They are hardcore lim- limiting kids. And have been for a while on social media apps. They've been doing this for years. Hmm. You know, the U.S. has been talking about banning the app completely because of its, you know, Chinese company. They're worried China is using it to spy on us, steal our info, or maybe even feed kids endless dance videos to thumb them down. I don't know. Or, I'm sorry, to dumb them down. (laughs) Or thumb them down. Thumb. You're still on Freak of the Week. still on Freak of the Week. (laughs) Uh, Congress actually passed a law in December to ban the app on government-issued phones. Actually, this week, the White House says, you got 30 days to get it done. Get everything off. All government-issued things. TikTok cannot be on. You got 30 days. All right, there was a photo on social media uh, that went viral this week uh, where a man was eating a full rack of ribs on a plane. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) That had to be for the talk, right? Had to be for the TikTok. He'd apparently uh, brought it on with him, and that led to a lot of discussion, both about being considerate to others and about whether you'd even want to eat certain foods on a plane. Considering the tight space, messiness, and difficulty of getting to a sink. Yeah, dude, that's nasty. You'd have to wet nap it up. like A lot of wet naps. Ribs, if you don't have a sink nearby, require quite a few wet naps. I don't think I've ever had ribs because... If, if you don't like things on your fingers. Yeah, nastiness I mean. on your fingers. But do you eat Cheetos? Yeah, it's different though. It's dry. It's dry. But it's not. It's It's got a sticky to it. Oh, uh, it's dry. But and you can you can rinse that and it's gone. There's not there's no like oil. Like, oh, no. Uh, don't, don't compare Cheetos <laughs> oh, no. to ribs. 
Oh, come on, yeah, man. Cheetos are natural, man. Cheeto much, dust that gets on the tips of your fingers. How much Cheeto is the actual term? Yeah, for exactly. It. How much of a stretch are you? Can you make <laughs> more than Cheetos and ribs? We're talking barbecue sauce versus I'm talking, dust. But I'm talking things getting on your fingertips. Listen, man. If I can walk down the street with a bag of Cheetos, and by the time I get to the bus stop, not have any remnants of Cheetos anywhere. You but cannot compare this to ribs. By that's licking a, by licking your fingers. Okay, yeah, that's nasty. I'm not saying that's not nasty, but if you, you can't compare the two. I've never I don't think I've ever had ribs because the experience looks awful. So well BuzzFeed asked people about thirty two ridiculous foods and asked them to vote on whether or not they'd want to eat them on a plane. And the ones that the most mm. people would not eat are pretty absurd. Like ninety six percent wouldn't eat a crawfish boil on a plane. <laughs> Yeah, anything with a bowl, yeah. you have to put Yikes. shells yeah, and things in. That option is like that or chicken. I, I went with chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah, cra- uh, crab legs. Crab legs, yeah. Uh, 95% would not do oysters. Uh, 90% couldn't fully enjoy a large bowl of beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are always good, man, no matter where. Uh, 77% would not eat ribs on a plane, no matter how many wet naps they had. There you go. But more people said no to egg salad, hard-boiled eggs, an entire rotisserie chicken, sloppy joes, corn on the cob, tuna, and shrimp cocktail. I feel like some of the Boy. seafood and the the uh, uh, would you say hard boiled eggs, the eggs thing. That's because of the smell. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. and that's being a good citizen. Yeah, there's yeah, a, but it's also thinking about smell. You know, you got to show people who's in charge. <laughs> Let them know. It's a power move, man. It is a power move. Most of the foods on the list were meant to be problematic, but some weren't as bad as others. Like only twelve percent. Said they wouldn't eat uh, sour cream and onion potato chips. Because of the smell? Or because mm-hmm. of the I breath? I guess so. Now, that is something you have to think about, too, especially when the, the masks were were, uh, were required on planes because your breath kind of can get pretty funky on a well, plane. Well, stuff, yeah. On a long, no, no, no. On a flight, even just not just not talking Dry. or not drinking water or whatever, your, your breath can get kind of weird. And if you eat something sour cream or something, then you have to have a mask on. When you wake up, you're going to be like, oh, fool. You're going to go like this. Mm. Yeah, dude. Uh, is, a, is a burrito okay on a plane? Yeah. Sure. I think so. As long as you got something to catch your your drippings and the 13% fallout. 13% said no. What about, burrito, what about a large burger? Do it up. <laughs> I've done that yeah. before. I did that at the 23% last. 23% said no. The last airport. Is an entire pizza okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. A personal pan, but a I think if you're getting okay. like an actual. <laughs> <laughs> as far as room goes, what you would do is you would just take them and stack them. You'd come in with a full <laughs> yeah, pizza yeah. with slices stacked. Is sushi okay? Do of course sushi's okay. Sushi's okay. Nachos? Sure. Yeah. Nachos. If you're, if you're in like a to-go container, I think that's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. What about a plate of fried chicken? I, I don't have a problem with it. A meatball sub. Oh. Absolutely. You're asking for trouble. That's a, that's a mess. Imagine yeah. imagine you do that. Or imagine you're wearing like a white jacket. Or you like like oh, yeah. the jacket that you got on now. I'd it's be like, wearing it for sure. But <laughs> you sit next to somebody with a pizza sub. Or with a, with a meatball oh, sub. Man. I guess I would just trust them to you're, mind their space. Do not roll you're that be meatball. Nervous. You're going to be nervous. Well, you got an errant meatball. Well, yeah, I mean, a meatball, even just like tiny little splatters. A meatball like shoots out. Well, it just, it, let's say a meatball rolls and hits the hits the paper, and just a tiny little whoop. Ah, uh, yeah. Couple Anything of, with red sauce. Couple little teardrops of red sauce, and like now be red sauce on your side. Yeah, you got to have a guard. Pomegranate. 
which okay. could be a mess to eat anywhere. Worth yeah, the worth the battle. Man, pomegranate. You ever like get get that at home? Pomegranate. Yes, sometimes, yeah. Not worth it. You don't think no. the juice no. is worth the squeeze? No. Okay. The work is not worth <laughs> the reward. Yeah, it's it almost tastes like you're just like, look at this. It's like Ant Man found grape seeds and decided to make them expand. They're just <laughs> giant, juicy grape seeds. Yeah. You like pomegranate? No. Nah. Oh man, if you get a good one, I think it it makes sense. I feel yeah. like I'm in biblical times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, wow, the fruits yeah. of uh, the ancients. One item gets a special mention: um, a large jawbreaker. So sixty-four percent wouldn't do it, while thirty-six percent said it's a good in-flight snack. And here's hoping that people around you know how to do the Heimlich in in the event of unexpected turbulence. Yeah, I think yeah. you should leave the plane if you have <laughs> if you're if. I, I hate mean, to be this guy, but if you're an adult and you have a giant jawbreaker, what, well, where'd you even find the thing? Yeah. They're in those, and, like, 50-cent machines yeah, oh, at no, the supermarket. Every airport now has candy stores. Really? Oh, every airport now anyway. has a <sighs> specific candy store. Right, but an adult, when's the last time an adult bought a jawbreaker? I don't know. For themselves. Yeah, and, I mean, with turbulence and all that, that's there's no way that's you're, good. You're, yeah. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter says all pizzas are personal pi- are personal pizzas <laughs> if you believe in yourself. <laughs> That's a good point. And, and speaking of flying, uh, just on the, the same tip here, a former flight attendant says airplane bathrooms are even grosser than people think. Oh, don't say that. And here are her top tips. So if you're flying soon, like I'll be flying in the next couple of weeks, uh, here are some tips. Three tips. Number one, touch as few surfaces as possible. Oh, yeah. That's in any bathroom. And that starts with uh, opening the door. If it's the accordion type that, that that folds in, push it open with your foot. And if you have to touch sink handles or toilet seat, use a paper towel or toilet paper as a barrier. Every bathroom uh, door, by the way, that I that I open that, that doesn't have a handle that is required to, to be touched, I put I use my foot and I, I touch the, almost the ceiling. Like I touch the very, very top of the door because nobody's touching up there. That's how now you, they are. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> Don't for God's it. sakes, keep your damn shoes on. Who is going to any bathroom with shoes off? Gross. Yeah, that's a great idea. We if work with a person that at them, work. That person is disgusting. What? At work, barefoot in the bathroom. Would they like walk all the way there? Oh, yeah. All the way there what? in the bathroom, in the tile bathroom. Gross. Gross. You got to let us know after. Uh, if break. you took your shoes off to get comfortable, put them back on before you go to the bathroom. There might be water on the floor or worse. A lot of guys aren't very good at aiming, especially when there's turbulence. Uh, also, don't brush your teeth in the airplane bathroom. Oh, man. Dude. The water is not filtered, oh. and the tank it, it's in does not get cleaned enough. Mm. They just top it off between flights, and they're only required to flush and disinfect it every three months. By the way, go, going back to no. the, aim, the aim thing, don't forget, guys, not, not only are they not great at aiming, sober. In a non-moving vehicle, yeah, throw a couple of bloody you're, marys you're, in them. You're now, you're not, you're now in a bar. Like you know, maybe a quarter of the people that are up there are basically in a turbulent bar. Yeah, in a bathroom they can hardly fit in. <laughs> With yeah. the water, it's a bad thing. A study found there's often E. coli and other bacteria in the water. So yeah. if you want to brush your teeth, wait to use an airport sink or use bottled water to wet the bristles. And obviously, never drink the water from an airplane sink. You know. Good to know. Now you know. Uh, Nissan is recalling more than 809,000 small SUVs in North America because a key defect 
can cause the engine to just cut off while driving. Oh <gasps> my goodness. That's so scary. Yeah, Seems rogues. Bad. Rogues from 2014 through 2020 model years. Hey, well, at least they're named aptly. As well as Rogue <laughs> Sports from 2017, as 2017 through 2022 are being recalled. Uh, Nissan says these cars have uh, jackknife keys, which may not fully stay open while in use, making it possible for the driver to touch the fob and shut the, the car off. <gasps> they go rogue. Yep, going rogue. Power goes rogue. Uh, Nissan has not announced the fix yet, but said letters... On the recall, we'll go out this month. You ever had a Nissan? I had a Nissan. I, no, I've I, never, I liked that a lot. Never owned a Nissan. I had a Maxima. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Good All car. right, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We've got sports. Hey, this is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Love you. Let's do sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. So I was there when Liv went to her first Cardinal game. That you were. Yeah, that what, was our first time, like, hanging out. And what a game you went to. It was the, uh, the Wainwright Molina record-setting night. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Lucked out there. That was your, yeah, that was your first Cardinal game. And your life changed. Yep. Forever. Oh, yeah, for the better. Now, do you guys know about the new pitch clock rule in baseball? Yeah, I was reading up it on, uh, on it this morning. Actually, uh, from an article that was not all positive about it, hmm. actually. Hmm. So there is a 30-second timer now between batters and a time limit between pitches. So after getting the ball from the catcher or umpire, pitchers are required to begin their motion within 15 seconds with the bases empty or within 20 seconds with runners on base. Did they just have free reign before this? I thought they were timed before. No, no there was no, no? time. Okay. No time. Now there's actually a clock. Interesting. Like you could see a clock. Huh. Uh, hitters, uh, oh, by the way, if, if they don't pitch within the, the time limit, uh, automatic ball. Uh, hitters also share the responsibility to keep the game going. Uh, they must be in the batter's box and ready for the pitch by the time the clock reaches eight seconds. If not, charged with an automatic strike. Wow. A batter can call timeout only once per plate appearance, and this is all to speed up the game. The average time for a major league game last season, three hours and six minutes. So how's it going at spring training so far? Baseball Perfect. games this spring are finishing much quicker. Much wow, it makes that much of a difference, huh? Yep, and that's going to be huge for the game. So the Washington Post broke down the average time for the first 19 spring training games was two hours and 36 minutes. Dang. Yep. That's great. The average time of spring training games last year was 3.01 or 25 minutes slower. So this is this is definitely speeding up the game. I read that right. If the trend holds, you could potentially get home about a half hour sooner from a game. So you want to hear some, or do you have some of the arguments against this, or do you want to talk about it? So I read a couple. It's going to result in some weird moments, like like a called strike three with bases loaded. Ooh. If a batter does not get in the box, right, right, quick enough, or a pitcher may forget to look at the clock, and then a ball be called. I just. Well, Go ahead. I did see a, an awesome clip of Joey Votto, and this is from a few years ago where he never once left the batter's box, and he moved his foot one time during a hole at bat because the pitcher is one of those quick ones. Mm -hmm. But he just stayed there, focused. It was absolutely amazing. 
And he didn't flinch. He just stayed in it the whole time. Well, so it can be done. I mean, in yeah. the middle of an at-bat, I don't see it being all that big of an issue. But the discombobulation that can happen with routines is was the was the uh, the 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 crux of the um, article that I read. Not not only with with pitchers, but especially with batters and umpires and managers as well. And here's here's my argument. Here's the thing that I would think. Because it's a 30-second timer between batters. So there's two examples that this one article that was talking about. It was it was talking about one of these preseason games um, where they did it, and at the bottom of the ninth, top of the ninth, bottom of the ninth, uh, a batter came up. It was a few seconds late and was charged to strike, and this could have been like yeah. a game-winning sort of thing, and it ended up the game was tied because the last batter only had two strikes to work with, or you know, technically really one strike to work with. You know what I'm saying? Totally changes the at-bat. Looks like a goal in soccer changes everything. A strike in, in baseball really does change everything. Yeah, but the biggest complaint over the past couple of years is that games are so freaking slow. Right, so what, what I'm thinking is what, what if we did a pitch clock until the ninth inning? There's no pitch clock in the ninth inning. Because think about this. In the World Series, you're going to tell me. The World Series, the drama, all these people watching and all this. And we get down to a bottom of the ninth or a top of the ninth scenario. Ninth inning scenario in any game of a World Series. And we're going to rush through it? Like, all the well, drama is kind of sucked out of it. Yeah, think of basketball. though. They have the shot clock even, you know, no matter if it's championship, whatever it is, they have the shot clock going on. You have to get rid of that and, you know, hit the rim at least once or so. Yeah, but that's a different thing because the, the clock is always going. Baseball has a pace, and there's a well, pace the, to, like— But the shot clock's its own little thing. Well, the shot clock move. is you could hold the ball and then and the yeah. game and run out the clock. Yeah, I don't think those two are comparable. And the other— the other, no, no, I'm saying you have to— Remember, like, if it's like 30 seconds or whatever a team has to get down— yeah. Near the goal and all that stuff, yeah. or else they just can't hold it forever. Yeah, I understand that, but that's, that's, that's a part of that game. This is yeah. only being implemented to speed up the game, not yeah. to change okay. the, the course of anything. So, uh, Jose Ramirez, Guardians best player, possible MVP candidate if the guy's healthy, right? And he said this. He said, uh, it's definitely going to be an adjustment, particularly I think it's going to affect me in a way because my routine involves listening to my walk-up song. Now, of course, we're not going to change baseball because of some guy's walk-up song. Get over song. it. Yeah. He said, You'll be fine. He said, he said, there are things I remember that I think in that moment and sometimes I miss, and the song reminds me to do these things. Well, so it's a part of like their routine. Tough noogies. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to make the game better and people watch. So. Yeah, I get it. I get okay. it. And I, and I think no, it's an no, overall... Net positive, yeah. but maybe yeah. we just I like not have it in the, the ninth, ninth inning. inning. Uh, you know, you know how the grass uh, this year's Super Bowl was all slippery. Well, here's why: George Toma is a groundskeeper who either prepared or advised every single Super Bowl field. They call him the Sod Father. The Sod Father. He's even got shirts that say the Sod Father. And he knows what happened. George says they watered the hell out of the grass on Wednesday, then rolled it into the stadium, covered it up with a tarp. But what they should have done was let it dry out in the sun first. Mm. In addition to being slippery, it also started to rot and emit <gasps> a foul odor. They also didn't sand the grass enough, and they sanded it too late. George blames NFL field director Ed Mangan, who used to work under him. He says, quote, he didn't take care of it. He wouldn't listen to anyone. George, the sod father, 94 years old, he's had enough. That was his last Super Bowl. He says, quote, I couldn't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Me and the league are finished. They can't Dang. tell me what to do anymore. We're done. Dang, You man. killed the sod father. Aw. I bet you he also feels 
pretty angry about having his name attached to it as, as an advisor or consultant or whatever and seeing that disaster on film in front of however many billion of people. Oh, yeah, and that was a huge complaint. And apparently that sanding, they're supposed to do that, like, or they typically do that like three, maybe even four times. They did it once, and yep. they did it like a week before. Uh, Jalen Carter uh, was a University of Georgia defensive lineman. Uh, he was expected to be the number one draft pick in the NFL. Well, he is facing reckless driving and racing charges in connection with a fatal crash that killed a teammate and a team employee of the University of Georgia. In a statement from the uh, Athens-Clark County Police, the investigation found that Chandler LaCroix, driver of the 2021 Ford Expedition, and Jalen Carter, driver of a 2021 Jeep Tackhawk, I'm sorry, Trackhawk, were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly after leaving downtown Athens around 2.30 a.m. Uh, this could really screw this guy as far as playing in the NFL. He may do some jail time. Oh, man. Mm. Supposed to be the number one pick. Uh, and tonight, the Blues are in San Jose. Game starts at 9.30, so I'll be finding out who won <laughs> when I get up tomorrow morning. At 2.30. <laughs> That's your sports. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. It's a Rizzuto Show presented on the Fast Lane. Come back with your headline who. What's up? This is Sinbad, y'all, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fastlane. Before we get to some of your emails, uh, I'm sorry, your headline who's, first, some of your emails. RizShow1057thepoint.com, or send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Uh, this is from CJ. Hey, fellas, can we please hear the Chris Hansen cameo made for Jeff Burton again? You ever hear this? No. Remember Chris Hansen? Yeah. To Catch Predator? Yeah. So how long, oh, man, how long ago <laughs> why, why did he, <laughs> what did he have to do with Jeff? <laughs> well, I bought a cameo oh, from oh. Chris Hansen to Jeff Burton. That's fantastic. And how long ago was it? I just did it just because. I was yeah. bored one day. A couple, two, three And years. Cameo had first come out. Like, it was when it first came out. And Cameo's that that website that you could pay a celebrity to send a personalized message. I got one for Scott from William Hung. It's very sweet. No. Yeah. The biggest celebrity on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Scott All Bangs. Scott Bangs. He sang to him and everything. No. This is Isn't right awesome? when you lost your virginity. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'll be, it was congratulations on losing your virginity. That's what it was. That's no, it was. that's and he, amazing. He, and he said that. With, he ended it with, you bang. You bang. <laughs> I, I, it's I the best. Find that. But here, okay, by request, uh, Chris Hansen, his message to Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton. Why does that name sound so suspiciously familiar? Maybe because your secret screen name is Large Diameter Hose 420. What do you mean by Large Diameter Hose 420? Jeff, Chris Hansen here of Hansen versus Predators to catch a predator and have a seat with Chris Hansen. Now I'm going to need you to take off those headphones and have a seat right over there. That's right. Right next to Riz, who's very nervous about your recent behavior. You know, we're still climbing out of a pandemic, Jeff. You're still supposed to be socially distant, flattening the curve, not getting online and setting up meetings, bringing Skittles, Zima, going by that uh, very suspicious screen name. <laughs> Barely could even say it. 
It's the sort of behavior that could land you in a dark kitchen being interrogated by me. Would Riz throw your bail? I don't know. So just behave yourself. Relax. Maybe you can have a white claw or something like that. White claw is what we're using in the new investigations, and we'll have more of those for you soon on the TV and my YouTube channel. Don't be in one of them. Just watch them. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and remember, I'll be watching. Yep. Take care. There it is. That's amazing. Chris Hansen. And I wrote that whole script out, and he did it. That's pretty good. Like I, well, I didn't write the script. I just gave him talking points. Like, mm-hmm. his screen name is Large Diameter Hose 420. <laughs> <laughs> Include Skittles and Zima somewhere on there. And he did knocked it out of the park. Brilliant. <laughs> knocked it out of the park. Total pro. There you go. That's for you, CJ. Uh, this is from uh, Weirdo Adam. Uh, hey, guys, and uh, King Scott. Listen <laughs> to the podcast today. Uh, you guys have to try Lee's Chicken. Best fried chicken. So incredible. I have not had it yet. I will make it a point to try that. I'm sure you haven't had that yet, Liv, have you? I have not. Lee's Fried Chicken. It's worth a go. Yeah. Okay. Well, and here's a question for you guys. churches. If you had to eat fast food for all your meals for 30 days, Are what you would you pick? And why? And you cannot say lunch choice because that is your. Why not? For this particular purpose, you cannot say it. Well, I'm just going to say that I have done it with lunch choice. I did it for all of high school and probably six years after that. Um, if I had to, though, if you have to pick for 30 days all your meals, only only one chain, only one place. You guys got any answers? Adam says Jack in the Box for him because he's got so many options. I think I still haven't been to a Jack in the Box. I haven't either. Man. I haven't either. They're they're pretty tasty. Uh, I haven't had it in a while. But the, yeah, I think for me, man, I might have to, man, that's a tough one. I'm going Wendy's. I'm going Del Taco. See, I've never been to any of those places. Hardee's? Hardee's has a great breakfast. They got good burritos at Hardee's. But have you had Wendy's breakfast? Ooh, that. Wendy's has top tier. Yeah, Yeah. Wendy's has a good breakfast. (sighs) Didn't know that. Dude, Hardy's, they got good biscuits. They got, a, they got, now they got the burritos there and stuff. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to change my, I'm going to White Castle. <laughs> Heck yeah. They got the breakfast. They got everything. They You're got chicken rings. He doesn't want <laughs> friends. He doesn't want friends for 30 years. I want to see what it, what happens, what it smells like. And Wendy's has great nugs. They got great nugs. They got great burgers. Mm-hmm. You got the frosty. Their nuggets are okay. They got great <gasps> nugs. Yeah. They, they got okay. every, everything on their menu is solid. Man, great dude. fries. That's the best overall thing. This is hard. Can you but no, some- I'm going Del Taco. Can they- you can you pick something like Chipotle or something? Is something with like yeah, a, like yeah. But Chipotle doesn't have breakfast. Oh, that's true. Anything yeah, but you is could- breakfast. Don't don't. They're not open though. You have that breakfast. It's got to be a breakfast, lunch, and dinner place. Why does it have to be a breakfast? I mean, I can that's the rule we're making. That's the rule. <laughs> I can eat a, I can eat a burrito. It's hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I mean, the other good option would be Panera because they got everything. Does that count? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that's got everything, and like you can change a, it up every day if you get tired of one flavor. I feel like that's like, a weak answer, though. That is a weak answer. Yeah. Because obviously. Okay, what about something similar to that, like McAllister's or something? Oh, man. I don't even know if they have breakfast. I think in the spirit of this. Okay, in the this, spirit of something, I'd probably go with Panera. You know why? Because it's got the coffee. It's got the muffins and brownie. Uh, 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 so hard is not near, and not near. No, because you said biscuit. I don't like biscuits. <gasps> um, man. Yeah, I know. What kind of person are you? A strange What's one. wrong with Heathens. you? Uh, many things. Who doesn't like biscuits? I don't like biscuits. Really? Yeah, perhaps I haven't had the right one. I don't know. Yeah, how do is you not wow. like a biscuit? That's like yeah, buttery bread. He doesn't like biscuits. What is there to a biscuit? What's but, wrong with uh, you? Crumbly, buttery, I don't, crumbly, buttery. Goodness. 
I like goodness, but the, the so other, cracker the other two barrel. Things, you don't try the. I don't do biscuits. biscuit or the cornbread. What's your bread of choice oh, for like man. a dinner bread? Uh, oh, I mean sourdough. You can't go wrong. I love. I love me some rye. Love bread. I love bread, but biscuits seem like a yeah. waste of bread. Biscuits seem like a waste of energy. It's you could have turned bread. this into so many. It's other a full things. loaf. It's just a tiny full loaf. All right. Well. Uh, uh, weirdo Adam here. He's the guy that uh, put on on Overland's Wikipedia page, Trampoline City. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. He said it was up there for a good nine months until they took it down. Oh, it's not up there anymore. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's over. Who is they? Overland. They got a new mayor, so maybe that's why. Uh, we were talking about Girl Scout cookies yesterday. They got that new one called Raspberry Rally, which is now available just Ooh. online only. So, of all the Girl Scout cookies, live your favorite. Thin mints. Put them in the freezer? <laughs> cool look. Riz just looked at me like, Burr. What? What's wrong with a Thin Mint? He, he just did the buzzer sound with his face. Cop-out answer. How is that a cop-out answer? I don't know. It's just I, I feel like that's the one everybody says. Because it's favorites. that good. Have you had the other ones? Yeah. Okay, name three. Uh, the Tagalongs. You think Thin Mints are better than Tagalongs? Okay, so the so what, yeah. you just named, what you just named first is the number one, I think, everywhere. So is that your number two? No. Oh, I just couldn't think of the name for the peanut butter ones. Those, that's my number two is the peanut butter ones. Dosey dos. No, the peanut butter ones are the tagalongs, the peanut butter patties. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, those okay. tagalongs. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I didn't know what their actual name was. What was the dosey dos? Wrong. And then there's those coconut ones. Perhaps that's the purple a, oh, box? yeah, Samoas. 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 Yeah. Those are fine. The proper order is <laughs> tagalongs, Samoas, then Thin Mints. No, Thin Mints. We all, could agree, we all could agree that the trifoils, which are the just shortbread ones, are last. That's lame. I'd rather just have, for old people. I'd rather, I'd rather have those as biscuits. <laughs> the French toast they ones were decent. The to- toast yay. Toast yay. Those are fine. The trifoils, though, are just a shortbread cookie for just old people. Yeah. Mike writes, Whatever, dude. listening to you guys on the way home from picking up my Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> 45 just bought 20 boxes of trifoils. <laughs> You've turned a corner. Wow. I guess I'm old. Welcome They're my to favorite maturity. by far. Sorry, Mike. Old people cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mike. <laughs> Those are my dad's cookies. Not, not the Girl Scout ones. He likes the little Sorry, Mike. Dance. They are old people cookies. Shortbread is great, But man. they are tasty, I will say. Makes sense. Makes sense. Who gets with so many great options? Who yeah, gets at five dollars a box, you gotta get some plain some fun. One? Sometimes simplicity is uh is is what you need, is is what you want. <laughs> but there are other great like so if if your father yeah. or Mike in this uh, situation, yeah, maybe it's you have to get one box. One box. You gonna order the pl- plain Jane ones? My dad will, and he'll probably say it's because, like, you know, this has this has more utility. I can I more can, utility. I, I can eat this in front of a movie. I can eat it when I wake up. I can. I can, I can eat a tag along late, in front of a movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but, but when, when but you, you can have stand those, or sit, eat, uh, eat that. that's such a blast. It's you know what I mean. Like it's so flavorful. It's so sugary. It's so whatever it is. It, it's just like, I could put pow! a tag. I could put a tag along in the freezer too. Yeah, but if you're it's always then you, you know what I mean? Like, if you never, there's, there's, there's no rainbows without rain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Come on. <laughs> if you're just always high it's all on person cookies. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other cookies get stuck in your Buick seats, you know? Yeah. And that's the only one it doesn't. <laughs> so that's why it's nice. You're right, dude. Um, also, there's an update on the Overland Wiki page. Uh, it says under arts and culture, King Scott's trampoline, a delightful blue and black <laughs> ring of fun. <laughs> All right, let's do this. There is Uno Show headline. Hoosh. Sponsored by uh, Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. So let's go to Minnesota. That's where the home office is, by the way. 
Hell Hubbard. Hell Hubbard. Uh, have you ever had uh, way too much Boone's Farm and had an insatiable appetite for Arby's? No, but I've seen it. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Uh, one guy would be raising his hand. Uh, this guy. Last Friday afternoon, the police were called to an Arby's location where a 43-year-old man in the drive-thru line was unresponsive. Now, cops determined, yeah, he's fine. Just hammered. I mean, really hammered. Extremely drunk. He reportedly passed out right after ordering curly fries. And it sounds like that's all he ordered. And so he did not go to Arby's for, quote, the meats. Fortunately, another customer noticed that something was wrong, able to open the driver's side door, shift the vehicle to park. The guy was too drunk to do any field sobriety tests. He admitted to drinking Boone's Farm earlier in the day and was arrested. What is Boone's farming? That's the one that looks like uh, orange juice, or, or like, or like. There's a bunch of different pomegranate or something, right? The very bunch bottom of, different... of the shelf at the gas station. It's like clear, clear bottle that's all like juice color. It's oh boy, that looks it's really cheap stuff. <laughs> yeah, not isn't, isn't this the thing that all like the country boys like steal first? Like that's the, this is, this is yeah. most people's first okay, go round. Yeah. Right? In, in a Facebook post, the uh, police department in the area said, "Becoming extremely drunk and then driving to get curly fries it is an incredibly selfish decision." <laughs> is it technically wine? I think it is. So here you go for Minnesota. This fella. That's today's headline hooge. Rizzo Show presented by the Fast Lane. One final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Uh, thank you, Liv. Always appreciate you coming on. We always have a good time with you. Crisis Freak of the Week. Knocked it out of the park again. So freaky. So freaky. But we need your votes. Need your votes on Twitter at RIZZ Show. All right, today's Pappy Recappy. That's right, brought to you by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned but world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today, a ton, uh, including the uh, Crap on Celebrities segment, has the, uh, the, the trailer. I'm watching it right now for that Agent Elvis thing coming up with Don Cheadle and uh, Matthew McConaughey, and it actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. It looks kind of cool, so check that out. Also, we have a video of a dog pooping on the middle of a court at the uh, basketball tournament. (laughs) Uh, What's the worst thing to eat on a plane? We got into a debate about that. And then we also had some great Am I the uh, A-Hole questions that we really kind of, like, dissected. And I think... I think we really told some truth bombs, man. Yeah, yeah. Some unpopular opinions, maybe. Maybe. You know, you you make the call. Yes, we're here to provoke thought. That's what the (laughs) Riz Show... Mission yeah, statement is <laughs> here to provoke thought. <laughs> the podcast title is uh, a, ne- a, a snake never bothered nobody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, Mike's going to be here tomorrow. We got Friday fail stories. Uh, comedian Chris Porter is going to be here. That's right. Kansas is on. Kansas is on. Friday show. Uh, anything else, guys? Uh, All right. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz Remember the Day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from St. Louis. Rick Cruzel is our... Yeah, Rick. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.